Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Drop Frames. It's episode 306. Zeke, you fixed the color correction. Looks great. The chroma key looks fantastic. We didn't work all morning on that. <laughs> it doesn't look like we did whatsoever. I'm proud I of you, actually, buddy. I actually have my Amazon uh, Amazon open. I ordered a... Uh, I, I want, I, this has been a thing forever. I, yeah. I got a, a blue screen. I want to see a blue. Oh. That's better than green for me. Okay. Because I've been I've been struggling with the the artifacting and the shadowing and all this shit for for way too long. Sure. And uh, yeah, it's just ridiculous. Okay. Are you gonna be? Are you good? Honorary member of the Blue Man Group? Is that what we're thinking? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna shave my hair and beard, and I'm just gonna walk around. I'm just gonna do my stream with like this all day. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds. I just realized actually, Zeke. It, is your head shaven, by the way, right now? Is it? Are you? Do you have? No, no, no. I got, I got, okay. I got the long hair. I'm just, I'm hiding the receding hairline. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Look, I'm getting close, and we've got two beautiful bald men here, Dan and uh, Khalif, and I think I'm on the cusp of just. Be, I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. Mm -hmm. I don't have the courage right now, though. I'm, I'm a little <laughs> afraid. Once you no, embrace it and accept the baldness, your life will be better. You just have to embrace Ugh, it. It's a big I will step, tell you man. Honestly, it's a big step. I'll tell you honestly, the it's reason scary. why the first I have step's not scary. Yeah. shaved my head yet What's is that? because my mom. Oh, My yeah? mom loves my hair. Oh. She's like, no, don't shave your head. Because last time I shaved my head, she was she was really disappointed. Yeah. And uh, she didn't she didn't care. She's like, oh, but you have such beautiful hair. I'm like, ah, not much anymore, ma. Like, it's not, <laughs> it's not that beautiful anymore. I Honestly, mine comes out of lazy. I haven't had a haircut since, uh, I don't know, October or something like that. September, October. And I'm too lazy to find someone to cut my hair here in St. Louis. Because that, that's also a trust exercise. Is someone cutting That is hair. definitely a trust. So I don't yeah. know. That, don't that know. is definitely a trust exercise. What if I just, sure. you know, got rid of haircuts and did it myself and been thinking about it? I mean, look. I, I knew it was time to go when I started to look like a Dark Souls character, looking like one of those monks that just walks around. And I was like, nah, it's time to go, fam. It's time to go. <laughs> oh, shit. You're right. You're right. Are, uh -huh. you, are you a daily shaver, Khalif? No, no. Like, it, 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 so when I get the reverse fryer tuck movement happening, where it starts to growing on the sides and then the top is just going, it's just chilling. Oh, yeah. That's when it's like, all right. When, when people are like, oh, so how old are you? That's when you know it's time to shave your head. <laughs> they're like all right mm -hmm. i I, I know i'm looking my age when people are like oh how old are you again i'm like yeah i'm, I'm, I'm old <laughs> yeah so how 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 back how far back is it because mine mine's like i'm, I'm getting the... oh, no, no, oh, oh oh okay For like when, it, when it grows it'll out, it'll, it'll it grow like in on the sides Stewart or... it's a little it's a little patrick stewart like okay. it, like it, it like this has decided to just this is like gone like it, yeah. it just is like pieced out. Like when I was like twenty one. Oh man! I, re I remember. I remember the day when I was leaning down. I was bending over to go tie my shoes, and my uncle, who is a like amazing shit giver, was like, "Yo, fam, what happened to the top of your head?" And I was like, "What do you mean? What happened to the top of my head? Nothing's wrong with my head." And I went to brush my hair, and it started to look like it was snowing. <laughs> And it wasn't dandruff. It was just my hair going away. I was like, no. So, yeah, yeah it was a long I time. get it. I get no, it. No, I, I have yeah. these time highlight videos I show, and and they're all like from all the years I've been streaming, and I've been on I've been on Twitch and Just TV for 
you know, nine, 10 years now. And you'll see videos for, of me from like eight or nine years ago. And this just like full, like huge, like I had long, this long curly mane of like Fabio air. And I look at that and I just, I just, I want to weep. <laughs> like I didn't appreciate it when I had it. Yeah. It would just solve, it would simplify a lot of things. No haircuts in and out of the shower much faster. You know, there's mm-hmm. no like blow drying of hair drying. You just get in there, get out. It's so fast. Uh, that seems great to me. Um, the, the biggest life hack, JP, the like absolute biggest, is you can roll out of bed and just go, and no one knows you didn't take a shower someday. Oh, that's hair to look messy. I, I have to shower it's every just, day. That's just like a to wake yeah. me up type deal. But I get what you're saying. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. What are we trying to say, Cops? This is when I, this is when I knew that that baldness had won. It was when I went to the store and uh, I picked up shampoo, and my wife laughed at me. She was like, for what? <laughs> <laughs> she was like, why? You still have to do <laughs> like, what? though, right? Like, you got to... Like, use soap for your eyebrows and your beard, but, like, you shampoo and your beard? Like, yeah. no. You're not using shampoo for that. You use all the soap for that. Do you, it doesn't matter. Is like, sort of... Like, what... What? Let's, let's... This is a weird start to a game. This is podcast, perfect. But I love this. This is perfect. What do you do to, like, manage the scalp? Do you have to use, like, some sort of like lotion or some shit or do you just let it go i, I mean i mean uh, lotion yeah because you i mean lotion or baby oil you yeah. know it's actually that's really not good for your pores sure uh but like yeah like baby oil or you know a little bit of lotion make sure okay. you don't look ashy make sure you don't look tarnished out in the world <laughs> <laughs> True. 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 so it's usually that business that makes sense dan we skipped the yeah. last time uh we had a shampoo conversation we just skipped over your input whatsoever years back but now i'm asking for it do you soap up what do you do what what's the process yeah i still have a little bit of hair it's just it like my headset hides most of it but yeah you used to yeah, you I shave, need to shave it shave pretty again. regularly though right yeah uh, like yeah. when it starts getting about this length i need to shave it again to keep it you know very thin but okay i just usually use shampoo and just use it on the top and then just use face cleanser on the uh okay. most of the visible stuff okay yeah we'll Dude, see i'm, I'm cheap as fuck like it's it's head and shoulders <laughs> for my entire head like that, I there's nothing wrong with that that's what I for the beard and for the hair and stuff like that that's people ask me right like now. oh my yeah. god like and one. one of the things i was blessed with yeah. was i have a nice big full beard like it's not like yeah. patchy or anything like that it grows in pretty pretty evenly all over yeah and uh people ask me like oh man what could you what kind of beard oils do you use you know what do you do you like have a special brush and like I just head and shoulders and like I take I, I I brush my hair and then I brush my beard and that's about it. That's all, that's I, all do. I do. You're, you're right. That's all I'm doing as well. So yeah. yeah, the last I I had a shaved head once and I did it when I was like 17 or 18. It was actually my first driver's license photo, and I just looked like a motherfucking asshole. I look I look so mean because I've got these bushy eyebrows, right? And so I just look like uh, I I don't know. I look like a bad guy. In, in a in a Pixar film or something. <laughs> that's, that's I look like I'm gonna go like melt some toys or some shit. <laughs> but that was like, that was like 15 the years ago. From Toy Story. Yeah, 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 exactly. That was like 15 20 like years you, ago. So I love how you talked about your your driver's license as a as a thing that just denotes not having fun. Like you what? walk in and it soaks up fun it was, out of every space that they want until to I come. moved to St. Louis. I had the same driver's license of when I was like seventeen or eighteen, the photo or whatever. 
So I would like go every time I, I used to fly a shit ton back then during like the MLG days. So I would go through TSA and they'd be like, don't ever shave your head. And then they'd hand me my fucking cart. So I have this like real big stigma attached to shaving the head. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Speaking oh. of speaking of driver's licenses, this is just a little side note. Um, <clears throat> I've always wanted to do this and I've never like I never pulled the trigger on it. But I think it's a brilliant genius idea that someone did. I, I before doing Twitch, I worked at a pawn shop, right? And in order to pawn anything, you have to have a, an ID, a valid ID, right? Yeah. So this kid comes in, and I say kid because he was like, I want to say like 19 or 20, like tops or something like that. And he comes in upon something, and he hands me his driver's license. And I look at it, and he's a priest. I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, hey, <laughs> I guess everybody falls in hard times. He's like, oh, no, I just dressed like that for the, for the DMV photo. And I was like, shit. That's genius. Imagine, imagine that. So like, like you get pulled over. And that the cops like, oh sorry, father. Like you know, that might work. Just, that's a great plan, I think. Yeah. I, I I still want to do that. I still want. That's not that. a bad Damn. idea. Did he just have not like a bad the, idea. the garb on or the the collar rather? Like He's what? Just the black shirt and collar. That okay. was it. <laughs> who's gonna check him too? Yeah, like, who's, who's gonna, gonna be like? like yeah. Why don't you recite me a Bible verse right now, father? Like no one's gonna call you on that shit. <laughs> Yeah, like spit no Deuteronomy right now. Like, what? What if that was the way you figure out if like, the, like he was a drunk? Like the drunk test is like not walk the wall, like the line. What so you got to spit a Bible verse. It could. So I mean, look, it could, Latin to you. You're like, it could go dark though. You could say like, Father, I got to confess some sins, and you're like, No, no, I'm not doing that. Shit. Oh, ooh, I gotta yeah. go. Uh, no, I'd be the opposite. I'd be like, Yes. Please. <laughs> <laughs> I, will, I will hear all i will hear your you turn your dash cam towards them <laughs> don't, don't be me too Music your D &D role play would come into play there you'd be able yes. to role yeah. play it out yeah that's true that's true. Uh, oh god <laughs> all right well, keep us updated zeke if you go get a new you, did you get a new license when you went to colorado i would assume you had to not yet i haven't oh that you I, need to go I, get a new no, license listen, listen you gotta go do I, that shit I know. I need to get. I need to get a Colorado license. Well, there, the Absolutely. opportunity is presenting itself, Zeke. Go get some uh, priestly garb. Go do yeah. it. I, I don't even. I think my. I think my current license expires in like twenty. I want to say like twenty five or something like that. Yeah. So like, yeah. there's nothing pressing for me to get it, except you know the law. Yeah, I guess the law. If you live in a place long enough, you have to. It's get not it, right? legal. To <laughs> somewhere about yeah. its state line just the I mean, law, even, if I, even though he did get like pulled over or whatever i mean are they gonna be like from montana huh how long you been living here two years i what think are they gonna do? or yeah i, I don't do think we... it goes that well I, I don't know the actual law but i'm pretty sure that's illegal no one's ever asked me i've been pulled over a lot of time i'm a i'm a or a, before whoa. You know, whoa. in my whoa. previous life i've been pulled over a lot for different reasons okay um <laughs> And uh, no one's that? ever, no one's ever like, even when I got pulled over, like in Wyoming or Colorado, like going to, you know, because I would visit Denver to, to go to concerts and stuff. Sure. And I've been pulled over. Wyoming's terrible. Like the worst state to drive through as far as getting pulled over goes. Yeah. Because those fucking cops have nothing to do out there. So they're just like waiting for someone to go three miles per hour over the speed limit, which they will pull you over for. True. So word yeah. of the wise. Yeah. This is the perfect reason for you to do the priest thing now, because then when they pull you over and your your uh, license is expired, 
you can say, hey, I don't believe in the Gregorian calendar. Fuck that. I don't do that. <laughs> I, I, I don't believe I don't believe in that version of time and space. I'm, I'm, I'm speaking to a higher power in a higher time frame. So you can't use that expired license on me nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> Write him a note. I took a vow of silence. <laughs> <laughs> that, look, all of this is great. You should just go do it. Just go do it. Do what it. I'm, what do I'm it. saying was like, I've been pulled over in different states other than my license says, and they've never like even asked me anything about that. They just figure I'm visiting. I guess if it has your other your your old address, then yeah, you could just say, "Oh yeah, I'm visiting." Yeah, it does. It does. Although, and also like my, my yeah, don't tell anybody, but my license plates are also from Montana because they are drastically cheaper. Oh really? Is Colorado expensive oh, yeah. for the? My brother, my brother's been living in L.A. for twelve years, and he still has Montana plates. Holy shit! Okay, <laughs> all right. Because it's like it's disgusting how how expensive they are to get. Yeah, in I certain don't. States. I don't remember them being. <laughs> too expensive when we moved here i don't even remember the cost to be honest so it must have not been crazy but anyways constantly getting his license plates uh tags mailed to him from our old house where my brother my other brother still lives oh okay all right he's got got that trick he's got that trick that Mm. makes sense that makes sense well anyways this is drop frames we do talk about games every once in a while to steal from another podcast host uh khalif adams welcome to the show this is your first time here we've had dan on multiple times he's old news we know what dan's doing <laughs> we don't know much See you guys about later you. thanks for having me on oh, love you dan look dan you just slide right back in you know how this fucking show is okay. you know how this is <laughs> you know, know the number for dan real quick on like, how many times he's been on? Oh, uh, we have a spreadsheet for that. we do have a spreadsheet yeah let me returning champion I'm gonna say I'm gonna say uh, eleven. I have to figure out where that spreadsheet is. I'll do that when uh, I'll do that during the break. Maybe it's. Yeah, it's I didn't probably, mean I didn't mean to derail. You no, know, no, no. I, I forgot that we had that list. That's probably at least ten. I was I was told if I get ten punches, I get a free coffee. Is, That's true. Yeah, <laughs> still going. That's true. Like, give me your address, and I'll uh, I'll send some Starbucks over or something like that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let me know. Uh, <laughs> you have a, a, a stream feed or whatever. What was that? What's that thing where you can send food to the stream? Stream treats, isn't that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there oh. you go. You have yeah. stream treats? I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll get that over to you right now. Something like that. <laughs> Something like that. Anyways, <laughs> Khalif, welcome to the show. Yep. Uh, we usually have our guests kind of give a little bit uh, of information about themselves so that the uh, community could understand where you're coming from, what you got, and uh, what you're all about. So why don't you, uh, do you have, do you have like a quick bio prepared? I think every streamer kind of has something that they say very. I ask you on an airplane, hey, what do you do for a living? What's going on, Kyle? <laughs> What's I would tell answer? you, first of all, I'd be like, you're fucking nosy on this plane <laughs> asking me all these goddamn That's questions. True. Get That's out of my exit row and let me sit my ass down. <laughs> Second of all, I'd say thank you for having me. Uh, big fan of, of, of all the work that y'all do and, and massive fan of the show. Uh, I, my name is Kylie Fadams. I run the Spawn of Me podcast, the premier podcast spotlighting people of color in the video game industry. I've been doing that for nine years now. We just had our ninth year anniversary in January. Congrats. Uh, and yeah, That's we, awesome. thank you very, very much. Um, and, and yeah, we, we rock every week doing a show spotlighting um, folks of, of color and underrepresented folks and, and talking about why they are in the gaming industry, both on the, you know, industry side, on the, the content creator side and everything in between. So, so it's been a fantastic time doing that work and, and super excited to be with y'all. 
And is it is it who are is it are you solo on the show? Or are you with uh, co-hosts or? We we started off the show uh, with with co-host my my, my co-founder Cicero Holmes from out in Chicago. When I started the show, I was back home in New York, uh, in in Brooklyn. Well, I'm from the Bronx, but then moved to Brooklyn. Uh, you have to say that because if not, Bronx people will come for you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, we we started uh, around 2013 or so, uh, 2013 2014, and, and uh, then went solo a couple years ago. Uh, and been rocking ever since. It's been been a fantastic journey. So it's been super super dope. Awesome. Did you go into the the business being uh, with the idea of being POC centric, like for the thing, or did that become a thing? That was that was the kind of impetus for it. The the kind of initial thrust of it was like I was back home working a a union IT job and feeling really bad teaching old women how to use mice because they were like, how do you use the mouse? I'm scared. And I was like, I love you, but you got to learn how to use this technology if you're going to be able to do this work. Oh, uh, it, it wasn't feeling really good. And I was like, well, I love video games. I've been playing games since I was three uh, and, and wanted to figure out a way to connect that to uh, a kind of bigger idea. Uh, but I hadn't really seen a lot of folks who look like me in the space. And I was like, well, I see two folks uh, like N-Guy Kroll yeah. and, and, and Will O'Neill. Uh, when when they were both on G4 and then game trailers, uh, respectively, uh, and said, well, well there's got to be folks not only, you know, doing stuff in front of camera and, and hosting and things, but there's got to be folks who are doing this work behind the scenes and, and, and making the games that I want to play. So how do we find out their stories and kind of amplify that? And that's where kind of Spawn of Me came to be. Sweet. Right yeah, I love the logo. I love the... Uh the giant you can't really see the you can see a corner of the room but this whole you, you have see a, whole a little room. bit of the fist yeah and you've got it all set up it's uh it's very slick i've always been a big fan of the oh shit yeah of the the graphics and everything that you put uh put on the show so i just realized that was the fist i didn't i didn't put it together yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. leaned out and showed it yeah, yeah. i was gonna show the yeah we got, I guess you'd be we got a Twitter. couple different logo marks that we that we've had put together with a our friend over uh reflect co he's been we, we had our rebrand a couple years ago and that like catapulted us into a different stratosphere with the way things kind of look and feel and and then uh a couple of refund checks later from the government and now i have a basement full of stuff <laughs> that i'm able to nice. do uh our show with uh and a, and a lovely wife who was like get the hell out of the half uh, the top half of the building go downstairs true uh <laughs> So, yeah. you know, it's, it's been it's been a good time so far. We know how that goes. And you're also uh, pretty involved, I think, it's safe to say, in the industry. Can you kind of talk about the different, uh, I guess, jobs, roles you've kind of had across the, the board? Yeah. I mean, I, I do a little bit of everything show host. Uh, we just put out our first um, award show that we just did at the end of January uh, called the Spawnies. Uh, I, I worked at Riot for a couple, for a few, uh, in their diversity and inclusion, uh, uh department. Um, I worked over at Intel, uh, as a, as a tech marketing engineer for a bit in their gaming vertical. Uh, and I've, I've done a little bit of everything all over the place. So, and I just, I just came from the dice conference, which I hosted last year. Uh, we did, I hosted 23 panels uh oh back to back to back uh and then presented uh this pa the past couple of days uh over in vegas when i was there so it's been 
you know, a, a busy, busy uh, couple of years specifically, but, you know, over the length of the almost 12 years in the industry proper, it's just been a wild, super fun ride. Awesome. Let's uh, let's use that as a, a jumping point. By the way, I, Dan, I looked up. You've been on the show three times. That's it. For some reason, three. I guess because we had you on oh. Court of Swords every week for six years. We just thought you yeah. could pit on more. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the third time on the show. It was also on days where it conflicted, I think it used to be. So yeah yeah yep. anyways well, uh not bad. yeah no no no. look there's only about six people above you that have been on more so you're you're fine you're doing great it's not a big <laughs> deal dan we'll just have you on more okay. no it does include e3 coverages chat as well i look i'm shocked as well chat's like taking this real hard we're gonna get through it, okay <laughs> i'm talking like we're acting like someone just died yeah. it's fine <laughs> Okay, we opened no, up I appearance looked, gate. I at, at sheet, and there was there was some names on there that I was just like, I would have said like five or six, and there's like fifteen. I'm like, Jesus, how long have I been doing this show? And how old is uh, am I? My memory is gone. Like I can't remember it, like how many times people have been on the show. Yeah, no, so I overestimated, I guess. Yeah, unless this list that I uh, was provided is wrong, which could be. Hmm. Anyways, uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, the the award show that that i guess you were at also it was in yeah. vegas right the the dice what what is the full name of this thing the dice gaming summit i i always forget i just know it is dice it is a dice gaming summit and then there's the awards that go along with it so they they're they're intertwined it's from the um interactive arts and sciences okay. uh folks so they they're the folks who put it on so it's it's really um gaming industry folks giving other gaming industry folks awards for for the work that they do so it's a different layer where it's not like the game awards where you know fans are kind of you know pr promoting and getting folks into that space or you know other other gaming award shows like the baftas are, are, are very very different as well so um it, it's it's really awesome because it's one of those shows where you do have that layer of not only seeing so many folks kind of just in this space, especially because we haven't done this in person for, you know, two years. We did it virtually last year. Yeah. Um, but you're seeing like everyone, like anyone who's who, who's like, you know, signing contracts and making dope things happen in the, in the industry. Like those are the folks that wind up being at that award show. So, you know, Phil Spencer was there, you know, Ted Price was there. Uh, a whole bunch of folks who are, you know, from all the respective games and, 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 and there was just a fun time was, was, was had. Cause it was nice to see everybody again. Yeah. Uh, while also being amazingly scared because you're just like, who coughed run. I don't know what it, <laughs> it was. Vegas, anybody, right? any yeah. 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 How, what mm -hmm. is Vegas like in a, I wouldn't even say a post COVID like what is whatever we're in right now, whatever stage of COVID this is, how's, how's Vegas. Vegas Weird. is the wild west. It, it is Fallout New Vegas for real, for real. Out in Vegas because nobody's doing every. Nobody's wearing nothing. Yeah. Everybody has. They like they just got out the vault. No one's wearing any armor. <laughs> no one is. No one is doing anything on that side. Rad roaches jumping out of buildings and shit. It's wild. <laughs> it, but it's been. It was. It was cool. I mean, these guys like walking around. And like, yeah. <laughs> I forgot. Oh my god! I, I used to call somebody whatever that name was the thing because it was like when you wanted to give them some shit. Uh, but yeah, it was it was interesting. I mean, you know, folks were not masking. 
Um, sure. But I think, you know, within the actual, like, you had to go through a lot of protocol just to be, you know, invited to go to Dice, and then you had to put up your card and all that kind of stuff. So I was, I was less worried about gaming industry folks. We'll figure that out in another five or six days. If I start coughing, then I'll let you know. Right. But, you know. I was less worried about them and I was more worried about, you know, just folks in the casino, just like walking around, not caring. But it was also just very weird. There was like a lot of kids in, in the casino for no reason. Just walking business around. as usual. Just like business as usual. Uh, like yeah. Vegas was open. It, yeah. Open for business in a, in a real way. Yeah. Uh, did you do any gambling? Any, did you win? How did all that go? Nah, I, I try not to okay. gamble as much as I'm. I'm a person who likes games of of cha- of 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 skill as opposed to chance. Okay. I, I, I'm like, if you get me in Dave and Buster's with that game where the light goes around, you got to hit it in the right spot and you get tickets. I will beat that ass every day <laughs> of the week. But if you put me in a poker table, I can play. But I'm not excited to be like, hey, you gave me that card. Like, I haven't hit that rounders moment okay. where I'm like, can see the matrix and be like counting cards and figuring out that kind of stuff. Sure. But it's 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 cool. But I did see one thing that made me not want to gamble. Uh-uh. We were rolling through the casino because, you know, you talk a bunch of stuff about like, you're going to go to sleep at a reasonable hour when you're in Vegas. And that's a lie. That never happens. Um, never happens. So I'm walking through the casino. And I'm and I turn around because I hear weeping, and I'm like, "Who's crying in the casino?" Because that's always bad. You know that that's a bad sign. So I hear this person crying, and I turn, and this grown man is sitting on the side of like a pillar, head in his hands, crying his eyes out because you know he just bet the farm. I'm really sorry you had to see me like that, dude. I didn't I didn't know you were gonna be there. I knew it was you because the beer was so fluffy. I was like, damn it, Z. <laughs> Shit. He might be, I, I wanted he might to go over and, and left, console you. That beard. <laughs> he, could, he could ride with that beard for sure. I he wanted to buy. console you, but I was like, I sometimes, because you never know. Like, you can roll up on somebody and be like, are you okay? And they'll like punch you in the face because they like, lost all their money. You never know what happens. So I was like, I'm going to leave that person alone. And, and go back to my room. So that was like, you got to go home. You just got to go home and, and, and not hit the tables because that's when it gets real bad. Yeah. they. I would mm-hmm. I would expect them to escort that person out of there as fast as possible. Because if, if you want like the poster child for why you shouldn't be in this room, just look at that <laughs> yeah. guy right there crying <laughs> against the wall. Get him out of there as fast as possible. I uh, mean, it's you either get two versions of scrambling. it. Oh, for sure. You get two versions of you get the folks who are like bet the farm and then they and then they're super sad. And then you get the really wild drunks at the at the end of the sure. night too, which yeah. is which is the you know, get the lovable drunk and then you get the hey, we gotta escort you out of the building drunks. Yeah. Uh so, yeah, and so I'm sorry you didn't see me like that. I didn't know like that was <laughs> Hey, those free drinks, they catch up on you. They do. Oh, wild they claws, do. man. Those Fast wild claws fuck you up. Dude, when I was in Vegas, like I was sitting there and I was gambling like for literally hours and and i got like two drinks and i was like man i was lied to like they don't like I, and i'm not like i tip them yeah i tip them good it's like that like but like were you I was sitting there like my drink's been empty for an hour and no one's come yeah. back to me drink like mm-hmm. this is bullshit i need to go somewhere else mm-hmm. i think yeah maybe yes. go to a different place i don't know yeah, yeah, Vegas is like you're in a constant surveillance. So if like if they're seeing that you're like winning a lot of money, then they start sending the waitresses to you more and more to try to get you drunker to lose more money. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's weird how all well, that works. You know what? That's probably what it was. I was I was just losing. So they 
didn't slap me for anything, yeah. I guess. Big winners start case, getting yeah. the attention of all the wait staff, it seems. That's true. Yeah. Might have been. Are that. you a are you a show guy, uh, Khalif? Do you go to the the Vegas shows or anything like that? I, I wanted to um this year but it was weird because i was only really there for three days and like two days like so dice is interesting so dice will usually start like on a saturday and they have all these fun activities that you can do and and you can go go-karting and they have a golfing tournament and poker tournament and stuff um but i'm poor so i'm not going to those uh because they're expensive uh so i was like i'm gonna go in and i try to hit conferences real you know as a business person Hit them real quick, get in, do what you got to do, network, knock all that stuff out, handle the thing you came there for, and then dip out. Um, and was going to go to a couple of shows, but did, I wanted to go see Blue Man Group. Funny that we <laughs> talked about that. Yeah. Because uh, I've never seen it. Um, uh, and they had an interesting, like, Michael Jackson show. Um, I don't know if it was going to be, like, you know, impersonators Weird. or holograms or what it was going to wind up being, but there was a Michael Jackson show in there uh, and I didn't see it, but you know, uh, for the shows I didn't go see this time around, I'm heading back to Vegas in like a couple of weeks for a wedding. So it's going to be, Oh God. Uh, okay. I'll probably try to, yeah, it's going to be, <sighs> that's yeah. A different Vegas. <laughs> I, yeah. So that's like, yeah. So like that whole thing, I was like, I'm not going to wild out on this trip because I'm probably definitely going to wild out on the second trip. And then from there I'm going and flying out for my, 10 year anniversary so okay. it'll, be, it'll be a it'll be a long 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 couple of weeks uh yeah. coming up at the end of april yeah you got you got busy times ahead yeah vegas is yeah. the type of place where i feel like if you're there for more three or four days you're you're not doing vegas that's too much that's way too much yeah. time on the strip uh <laughs> I, it doesn't go yeah. well after that uh, one thing, my, the one thing i did miss yeah the one thing i did miss that i that i actually wanted to do uh, was less about shows and i wanted to go uh have white castles on the strip Ooh. uh which is because there's a white castles right on the strip and i was like oh i can't get white castles here in in, in portland so i i want to go see it when i went there because that was like a huge surprise when i went the last time i went yeah. i was like they have white castles here you can blow up my colon in vegas <laughs> this is gonna be so dope you know i never oh, thought about so that I, white castle is probably pretty territorial right they they only up up in certain places because there's i don't we I have don't, some white castle here in, uh, in missouri I, and i got I, really i gotta say i'm i don't understand the hoop maybe this is because i don't smoke regularly but i i don't understand the hoopla <laughs> around white castle i really don't i'm i've never no, no, i've no, never no. had food from my castle and been like oh I that's love, tasty no, no. jp oh, it's i love like, white castle really in, in my in my opinion, it's it's like uh it's like PBR, like the beer PBR. Yeah, it's like yes. everybody kind of knows it's crap, but like the people who like it like it. Okay, you know, really like it. I mean, I, I, yeah, you I know? don't. I'm not disrespecting. Like, I, it, I enjoy PBR. I like it. I, that's what I drink usually. If I'm just drinking like a, a regular beer that I can get anywhere, I drink a PBR, and it's just because like, you know, I've gotten used to it. I can stand it, and you know, eventually you come to look forward to it. Sure, I guess that's the best. That's the I best back of the box quote for PBR. Every time I see a White Castle, I go to one. It's like, like really? they were in Ohio, and I can't like get them here in, in North Carolina. Um, so I I love every time I see one, I go there, I grab them, and then I regret it immediately after. Like yeah. it, was, it's, yeah. it tears you apart inside. But when they're going down, they're amazing. Yeah, my my yes. first White Castle experience was actually in uh, it was in uh, in in Raleigh, North Carolina, and uh, at an MLG. And we went and we had to buy suits the day prior 
to the fucking they wanted us in suits and they didn't tell us so we had to go to a men's warehouse buy suits and then we went and got food at white castle and i'd never been before so we bought a shit ton of white castle that was not a good day the next day uh broadcasting no, no. those suits uh Oof. they did not make it out of that convention <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh no there was bo oh. everywhere it was a bad time uh. well, I, we, I we call them maybe, murder burgers for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe the reason why, like, it gets it, it has such a like, um, I don't know, loyalty, but you know, like, people like talk about it a lot is because yeah. it's like some of the cheapest fast food you can get, right? True. When you're when you're growing up, you get the cheapest shit. You don't give a fuck. Like when I was growing up, we didn't have White Castle, but we had Hardee's or yeah. Carl's Jr. And uh, we go to Carl's Jr. because they had like dollar shit that you could get that you could fill yourself up with for five bucks, yeah. you know. And as a high yeah, school kid, that's amazing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, my parents you weren't very. It, uh, and you have like some certain like you know affinity for it. Yeah. Yeah, my parents weren't very wealthy, so like when you walk into White Castle, you get what four burgers for like a couple dollars instead of just one. Yeah, it was like true. wow, I get so much. Yeah. Uh, for true. such yeah, little dude. value, so little money. Oh, well, and also like sometimes if your buddy be working that shift be like sneaky some shake or some fries or some <laughs> shit like that you know yeah be going like oh fuck it's 6 30 dude uh you know chuck's working let's go get him let's I, go let's go get some hardies i think where we messed up yeah. we went for the they had just announced the chicken fries this is how this is like the first oh, time and so we tried yep. chicken fries and i think that was the mistake was getting chicken fries not necessarily the burgers or anything like that but I used to yeah. work at White Castles. It was it's it's the three it's the weirdest, you know. Uh, I forgot what you call that syndrome, <laughs> but it's that like you work you work, you work a place and it really traumatizes you, and then you go back and it's a part of the thing you really liked, but it's it's, it's they're not good. Yeah. Not, so you used good. to work at a White Castle. Yeah, I used to work at a White Castle. White ca the 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 thing that makes White Castles White Castles is dehydrated onions. Yeah. That's 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 their whole claim to fame. Is a flat top, dehydrated onions that you reconstitute, and you put uh, burger patties on that and steam them. That's 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 White Castles in the. In, that's in a, a secret. Yeah. Yep. I told oh, you. Damn, you made me want to get now, I gotta Castle. Get it. Now, now Zeke wants <laughs> Ninjas White are gonna come. Yeah. We're happy to announce our sponsor this week, White Castle yeah, no Fast shit. Food. <laughs> we started talking about the Dice Awards, and we went on to Vegas, then White Castle. I think like, it's, we probably all skipped lunch. It's lunchtime. Well, it's about it's about hungry. gambling. The and through line is gamblers, gambling with your life, gambling <laughs> yeah. with your money. Yeah, no, that's next week's sponsor, uh, Dennis Tumps. Yeah, this week, White Castle, next week, Tumps. That's exactly right. Uh, what was uh, what was Phil's? He got the Lifetime Achievement Award there at Dice. What, how did speech go? I, I was not watching a lot, I don't even know if they broadcast him live, but I did not check out the speech, uh, his acceptance speech. Yeah. How was it? You were there in the audience, it was great. It was fantastic. I mean, I mean, the thing that Phil really brought home was the conversation about, you know, wanting to, excuse me, show and, and talk about why, you know, all of us sticking together and making sure that we're kind of making the space, making the space safer for all of us to play is really important. And uh, if you have a, a platform and a voice that you should be using it to kind of uplift that message in a real way. So like seeing him as, again, as like one of the top dudes in gaming, you know, showcase and share that message was really powerful um, because it was like, you know, 
we're, we're hoping to see that message continue to kind of flourish yeah. uh, in that way. And it was also really weird to go on after him. Oh, which God, is, like, you had to follow like, Phil? I followed Phil. Man, they, they did like, you dirty. What the fuck? To, 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 to announce the family game of the year and the racing game of the year. Uh, so it was, it was nice to walk up on that, like see him in the backstage area and then be like, all right, I have to go walk onto this stage with Jessica Chobot coming back at me, Greg Miller walking back at me to, to intro me. And then I have to do this in front of all of the biggest names in gaming Oof. and not fall flat on my face and read the prompter. Right. Uh, and did I, you and know I what think the I got gonna it. Say ahead of time. Did they give you a card or anything? I, I did. I did. Okay. I did. I had, I had a script. Okay. But I ad libbed the script anyway, because and I'm sure that they're mad at me, but it's fine. <laughs> it is what it is. Because somebody screamed out from the, in the from the audience. They were like, "Yo, Kyle from the Bronx," and I was like, "Yo, what up?" And then they started the screaming. <laughs> no, that's part of it the script. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was that was totally it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you got to do that. Uh, Dropped a couple pooty tang lines and then dipped out. <laughs> the other thing, yeah. uh, Ed Boone uh, was there. That was probably the bigger award uh, or another big award, maybe not to compare the two uh yeah that, that I, I mean cool. I forget, yeah he's now in the hall of fame the, the AIS hall, of fame, that's hall of fame um and for me that was the the highlight of the show i am a huge ed boone mortal kombat netherrealm studios fan uh you know that was one of my favorite games growing up and to see him continue to do this work for 30 years plus um and, and getting a chance to like see him get this award while i was in the room knowing how that game changed my life literally uh it, it was a really just special moment so like not only was he there but like the the initial founders from midway who oh, nice. started up mortal Kombat were there uh the the cat who played night wolf in the original game was there <laughs> but i was like seeing people and i was like is that such and such like that's that guy you're who making the connection i know of, of all these yeah i'm like seeing after. the seeing the people and i'm like holy crap like this is a it was a very special moment to be in that room uh and and see him win that award so i went up to him and told him thank you uh for for all the work that he did and and chatted and went and hung out with phil a little bit after the show and, and talked to him about that kind of stuff it was a great it was a great great weekend uh for me and for the industry i think in a, in a real way that's awesome yeah uh yeah. ed boone's one of the nicer if not nicest people i've i've ever seen just handle himself he just seems very humble yeah. doesn't uh have an ego for someone that could very easily have an ego with how much clout he has uh, in the and, game and, and, and also, for the game like, that he makes right yeah yeah <laughs> exactly like he's he makes a, a gory you know blood fest of a game but also he uh you know it's a fighting game so there's a certain you know stigma and uh around that that is you know i mean partially justified like fighting games are com competitive so yeah you have to you get a, you go. it draws a certain attitude of person that kind of stuff a lot of times so you know to find someone like that who uh you know uh you know bucks the norm or whatever is really cool yeah 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 super uh, super nice dude well cool that uh that wraps up the the dice stuff no there was no like dice not necessarily a uh it's not the game awards right there's no big announcements that come out of there uh it's, it's more about the people it's about the games i think uh it takes two ended up winning game of the year from there uh they won I have it up here, game yeah. of the year yeah. ratchet and clank won a, a bunch of awards during the show i think like five or six awards during the show Dang. uh it, it, it was pretty good any any awards that shocked you or is it it's, um, seems like they kind of i i didn't see anything that was super out of the ordinary i know uh endwalker <laughs> won um for mmo or or something like that 
Community, uh, maybe. Battlefield 2042 being nominated for Outstanding Technical Achievement. <laughs> I was yeah. like, I was wow. like, what? Wow. What are you talking okay. about right now? Okay. Um, but I can't front. They were they were in my ca- in my category for best shooter for, for for my award show too. It's just the way it works, folks. It's not my yeah. fault. Yeah, that's how it is, but that's a little strange. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, it was like, what? Like, IGN chat was like, what? What's happening right now? (laughs) Okay. Yeah. But I know, uh, some of the, the bigger, um, news bites out of the show was, was Greg getting up there and and saying, uh, fuck Bobby Kotick. That was a big deal. Uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) live on air. So, I uh, mean, said it twice, bleeped it out, and then he said, he he followed up. It's funny. Bobby Kotick. Yeah. It's funny now knowing like how that show works and seeing how far in advance the script gets written for that, for that to have gotten in through all the edits and stayed in. That tells me a lot about the, the vibes of the show, uh, where, and, and, and a lot of people don't know, like, you know, for an industry event like this, even if you have those feelings in your body and your soul, there's like an interesting industry courtesy to not say stuff like that. Sure. Uh, for a show like that because it, in the room it doesn't necessarily play well like like even if you say it most folks in the crowd are going to be like yeah like they're going to get up on on their chairs and stand up and cheer for that stuff people were like yo fuck bobby <laughs> i was like oh okay i mean yeah like yes but also like oh like okay like folks are just saying it okay i dig it do it yeah. rock it yeah it's an interesting, yeah. uh, interesting time for sure. It, it shows yeah. like that where, you know, mm-hmm. what was it three months ago or something at the game awards? It was, they, yeah, that whole thing happened. And now that's kind of where we're at. So, so quickly after, but yeah, sure. Greg got out there. So uh, that was a big deal. I'm, I'm going through the, the dice awards here and you're talking about um, like surprises here. I didn't watch the show or anything, but I'm looking at the winners and I, I come across the outstanding achievement for an independent game. And some of the ones you might think were on their desk door, Inscription, Loop Hero. The winner ended up being a game called Unpacking, which is mm-hmm. like a sweet, nice game about, you know, moving on with your life and stuff like that. Yeah. That's a part, like, in, in that category, I, that would, that game, like, as far as hype or, you know, people talking about it, would be like fourth or fifth on the list, but it ended up winning, which is, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I like, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Very surprising. Agreed. I've heard uh, pretty good things about that. I, I saw a couple of streams of it, um, but that is uh, that is a little bit surprising uh, as well. As it, I guess, is It Takes Two considered indie anymore? I mean, isn't that still part of like EA's indie offshoot? Or or is that just I mean, the prior game that he made? Like it's, I mean, it's one of those long weird... conversation about that during Indie Week about what, what constitutes indie. Yeah, I mean, that, it's, yeah. it's always a moving target, the, right? We did with Rami. Like, it just comes down to feeling. Does it feel indie? yeah that's true yeah because i mean if you if you really think about like what that constitutes um double fine is an indie studio right right if you, if you think about like indie versus that indie so psychonauts 2 is an indie game if you if you really yeah. want to think about it that way but uh unpacking is a very very indie game in comparison to that for sure very true very true yeah. uh well cool let's uh let's shuffle on to some of the other news did you guys see the street fighter announcement this teaser thing this this swole ass fucking wide Ryu they showed <laughs> looks absurd. Sickums Ryu. Yeah. Look at this thing. This guy is mm. swole as shit. Look at those Look muscles. At this. Mm. 
I, he makes toes, Chris Redfield look tiny. The toes need some right? work. I got these toes. Those are some fugly toes. Like, what are they doing? <laughs> they got to work on the toes here. The little. Uh... Uh, yeah. I'm mad because his. To- you can tell he shaved his toes. Yeah. There's not like what. There's not like no hair oh, on Re- it. Ryu gets a full shave. He gets a full body shave, except for his, his beard. Yeah. He's got some hot dog toes though. You know. Honestly, like go go back to that yeah the image of him like the chest image or whatever yeah right here yeah this it, lo- yeah. it honestly it looks like to me like someone uh, it was in three by four and then someone made it widescreen yeah yeah stretched it looks, it, yeah it looks like he ate another Ryu he's <laughs> he's wide as fuck the Street Fighter Five Damn. Ryu ate the Street Fighter Four Ryu and that's how you got the Street Fighter Six Ryu I think that's what happened Adam, yeah. Adam Driver Adam Driver Ryu yeah oh god I saw the Adam Driver Star Wars shots with him Fucking wearing great. the like black pants and no shirt that shit was hilarious yeah. Uh, yeah. but yeah, yeah these are some small ass motherfuckers I'm very curious to see the rest of the characters in the roster uh, this is the new that that character was introduced towards the end of Street Fighter Five but the other big hot topic is this logo. I don't know what. It yes. looks like our old Drop Frames logo that we ditched after like two episodes. Yes. <laughs> I, I saw something interesting about the logos. Apparently, it's almost identical to a default um, picture inside Adobe. And Adobe, really? the guy that owns uh-huh. the image, wants to sell the rights to it to Street Fighter. Oh, Jesus. It's so similar. Like, it's... Like they made the uh, the border a little bit thinner and stuff, but it's almost exactly the same. Yeah, they're but, like the six just looks out of place. I don't know. They're gonna this can't be fine. <laughs> I want to click on it. I feel like there's notifications there. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's like somebody was like Street Fighter has six emails, and I was like, yeah, that's dope. Yeah. Oh like my! That. Now that I've seen that, I can't unsee that. You're totally right. It's like on a, a phone <laughs> app or some shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ! They have. That's like maybe the biggest complaint uh, about all this. I don't the the art direction I'm fine with. I think these characters look crazy. I'm really curious what the like the other people in the roster like. What does a guile look like? What does a chun like? Are Chun Li's thighs just this, but just like <laughs> fucking crazy? Like if if Ryu's chest is that wide, like Chun Li's thighs that those are gonna be crazy. Like that. I don't even want to know what Cammy's booty gonna look like in this game. That's right? just I was, ridiculous. I was, totally. You went to the booty. I was thinking about rectangular boobies. Like I was thinking about these. Yeah. Like they're gonna be like very oblong. Yeah. Uh, the other characters like when be you crazy looking. It's because it's just it's gonna be really interesting to see where they land this though because it feels like this can't this can't be final art for totally. what this game is gonna wind up being. Uh, and also, like you know, that that if it did look like that, that would all be cutscene stuff, which would be pretty interesting. But the thing I'm most excited is that they're doing this all, or at least it sounds like they're doing this stuff in an RE engine, which would be real cool to see how a Street Fighter game in that engine would look. So that would be super cool. Yeah, yeah. Oh God, RE is in Resident Evil. Yeah, same mm-hmm. engine as like RE8. Oh, God, I hope it doesn't. Uh, Street Fighter with tank controls. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. I'm sure they'll, they'll be right in the streets. Uh, it does look, Dan mentioned Chris Redfield. It definitely does look a little Chris Redfieldy to me. Uh, so, yeah, I wonder how much work went into that if that was a like rushed situation where they wanted to announce it. Because it, the announcement happened. So they did this giant countdown, right? They announced the countdown like six or seven days out. 
The countdown got to be like one minute away, but mm. they were announcing it live on the Capcom Pro Tour. And the Capcom Pro Tour final game went extremely long. So the timer counts down, and I'm watching Maximilian, dude, who's got like 60,000 viewers or some shit on a stream, ready to mm -hmm. watch this. The timer ends. They're in match like, it's a best of uh, 11. And they're in round like three or some shit. Yeah. Oh, so the no. timer yeah. ends, and then Daigo, who's down uh, one, he's, he's won one game and lost five, starts bringing it back. He brings it back to like uh -huh. four or five, and they're like 20 minutes over when this announcement was supposed to start. And then he ends up losing. They like say, thanks for coming out to the Capcom Pro Tour. We'll see you next year. We've got a couple announcements. And then they show the announcement after that, like 20 minutes after the actual countdown type deal. Uh, so It was so funny to watch. Some, yeah. like, and Daigo is a freaking savant he's like one of the most well-known street fighter player fighting game players on the planet and everyone was like yo daigo hurry up and lose just fucking lose dude. <laughs> hurry up, yo, hurry up lose, and lose bro. dude yeah. <laughs> we want to see tank driver ryu yeah, yeah. just get out of here but how shitty of them to like right it's I'm kind sure, of i'm sure there are people planet. like like rooting for him to lose and stuff like that, and that's terrible. It is. That's it is. Right? It totally oh, that's, is. It, that's awful. It was uh, blaming him, blaming some one person that's not their fault. Very you know, odd for planning for sure. Playing shit. Yeah, <laughs> very strange. But that that's how it was announced. So uh, that was last Sunday at like I think it was eleven twenty or something tonight, uh, my time. So like mm -hmm. little little past midnight. Uh, we got some more information on the VR two out of uh, PlayStation. Uh, they showed some photos of the headset here. Uh, let me pull this up. Very excited for this. Yeah, the controllers look really good. Uh, the headset's type deal where I just feel like I'm going to have to wear it, you know, see how it handles. Uh, but mm -hmm. there's the PlayStation VR 2. Uh, we had seen the controllers. I think they showed that last time. Um, did they release any other information about the actual headset? Not nothing new. Yeah, they're just saying you know 4K HDR, state-of-the-art graphical rendering, all that type of stuff. Making a lot of uh, hoopla about the controllers. The thing that I saw that made me laugh the hardest was because they showed a render of it from the side where yeah, can you up. can actually see the connection cable that will be going into your PS5. And so many folks were mad at the fact that it had a cable and it wasn't wireless. <laughs> There you go. Yeah. People are like, why? This is terrible because it has a cable. And I was like, you really don't understand how VR works, do you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's also, you really want that cable there. I wonder, like, what is actually being, because that, that just looks like a, a 3.5 cable for audio, right? Like, that's a small-ass cable to transmit a bunch of data over, especially if they're pulling 4K. Just going to say that, like, if that's all the cable that it is, like, that's awesome. Like, yeah, it's I, tiny. The, yeah. The original shit is, it's like, I remember it was like a little brick that sat on my chest with like three cables, you know, going into it. And it was heavy. You, know, you could feel it. It was always there. Yeah. If that's it, like, that's a good step. Yeah. It mm -hmm. could be USB C, perhaps. Uh, that's, that's what that's I'm thinking. That's probably most likely. But still, that's a lot of that data. Would not, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't want that to, and especially because you have that USB C cable in the front of your machine, because you wouldn't want that to be the thing that routes into the back. Right. of your console yeah. uh so yeah I'm, I'm excited for them to be able to get that form factor down even smaller 
Uh, it does feel like I, I am not necessarily as excited about the controllers yet. That orb spherical thing that they've put on there feels a little bit unnecessary, but maybe that's like, hey, don't beat people in the face when you're spinning around playing games. Like maybe that's the guard mm -hmm. for that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, from the specs that they've got in there, inside out FOV stuff, 4K poor eye kind of stuff, I think, or at least 4K uh, in total. Right, I mean, it's really impressive what they what they put into that much smaller package than even the first the first one was. Yeah, for sure. Dude, like for the money, like the the PlayStation the PSVR, totally comparable to any other VR that I have that I've tried, uh, or had tried up till that point. Yeah, that being uh, the Vive, and uh, uh, I think I, the Oculus Rift, the the corded one, like. Mm -hmm. PSVR was half the price and almost as good quality, like barely mm -hmm. even noticeable quality wise. Yeah. Yep. It's got the, the tightening knob in the back. I mean, there, there's definitely a lot of similarities to the, uh, index that I can see. Mm -hmm. Um, they're not talking mm -hmm. about price from what I can tell. Uh, oh, and side note, it is, it was by far the PSVR original was by far the most comfortable of the VR headsets to wear. Really? Even over mm -hmm. the index for you? uh no back then i'm oh, not okay, like okay. i haven't for me the index is, is around with the index yet yeah the index is the 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 king for me it's got this giant like padded thing right here so you can get it really really tight on your head and it feels like it feels fine um can, mm -hmm. can get all of the outside light out for me um definitely super excited for that less excited about the fact that i'll probably have to get another set of prescription vr lenses uh now that i've done that yeah. for mine I'm a little mm -hmm. uh, reluctant to have to do that again, um, but you know that's it, that's a me problem. That's a glass uh, user glasses user problem. <laughs> we've got yep. some some here on the show, but same. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my yep. head can't fit inside the index unless uh, with these glasses. So I have to get some smaller frames or something like that, or just wait another four weeks from wherever the hell they're shipping from. Um, yeah, that's the the PSVR two stuff. Um, had some news this morning, and I'm so glad. Uh, Kai, I don't know about you in terms of Pokemon, but I know Dan's a big Pokemon fan. Uh, me, mm. Zeke, and Co., we don't even know how to spell Pokemon uh, as far as that goes. We, we don't <laughs> even talk about this shit. Uh, but they announced some stuff uh, this morning, Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet, which mm -hmm. will be the third Pokemon game releasing uh, this year, as they said it's coming in late 2022, and they're calling it an open-world pokemon dan uh how did the yeah. trailer sit with you i'll try to pull up some of the screenshots they showed yeah they uh didn't show much of the gameplay just like snippets here and there but it looks a lot like arceus but less bad arceus was uh <laughs> arceus was a, right <laughs> like, i played arceus i thought it was a very fun game it just looked like ass but uh like like gameplay wise it was the best pokemon game to date i've played where they had the fantasy of just walking around, seeing Pokemon, and then seeing shinies in the wild. You could see that it's shiny. You can go and throw a ball at it without having to battle it. There were seamless battles. You just walk up to something, and the battle just starts without a loading screen. And that was amazing as a Pokemon player. Sure. Um, it's just the performance on the on the Switch and the looks of it was just not great. So I hope that in this time, they've learned how to optimize it more. Because it just did not run good on the Switch. And it makes me pray and hope that they finally start releasing them on PC at some point. Yeah. People can start playing them and like 
the way the game deserves to be played, like high frame rate, like good textures and stuff. But other than that, like if it's like Arceus, where it's open world and you can just throw balls at Pokemon and catch them, like the way you did in um, Arceus, I'm going to be a big fan of that. It's it's a great step in the right direction for what Pokemon should be. It's just the Switch holding it back. Yeah, that, there's a lot. I I think if uh, we see the next Breath of the Wild anytime soon, that's going to be another common complaint, common critic critic of it is that like it's on a switch like this it's fucking old hardware <laughs> Give us something to do. <laughs> it runs it looks bad uh in, in so many different ways uh I, I don't know if you have seen the uh the dolphin emulation for breath of the wild but like that stuff is incredible mm. looking just upscaled to, mm. or up res to 4k even with the current art still in there like to be able to play a 4k 60 version of that it's phenomenal uh and so i just mm-hmm. hope that nintendo has something planned in the next year or two because you're right i played a little bit of rcs dan and the the biggest issue i had with it is that it it was like 720p 30 it looked like shit yeah. it was terrible looking <laughs> some of the textures were like you walk right up to them it's like you need like you need glasses it's super blurry yeah yeah the, the pokemon themselves looked cool like i, I thought those yeah. looked fine but it was the fucking ugly ass tree next to it that had like two images like this <laughs> where you can see <laughs> it's like that's a tree okay if, if, yeah whatever and, if, looks, and later you get flying and you can look down at trees and it look even worse oh you can god tell, like, yeah the, the, oh, the no. illusion's gone you know yeah yeah they uh they announced the three starter pokemon dan i'm gonna get you Need cat. we got sprigat sprigatito <laughs> dude look at that pot leaf <laughs> on its face i'm not kidding and the it red totally eyes the whole thing leaf. Oh, hey, that's wait. definitely Weed Cat. You're right. A grass cat Pokemon is adorable, though, and they haven't done a grass cat uh, before. So it's the for people that are fans of Pokemon, they're freaking out about the cat. What? But they... even cuter is the, the fire one that's coming up next. I just, well, before we move on, I just love, we get full details provided by the Pokemon company. This thing is one feet, four inches, and it weighs nine pounds, in case anyone is curious. Mm-hmm. The ability mm-hmm. is Central information. Yeah. Uh, it says the capricious attention-seeking grass cat Pokemon, Spriga. Nine pounds of weed. Yeah, Sprigatito. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee you there will be a strain somewhere in some dome shop somewhere in California called the Sprigatito, and I'll it's gonna. Up yeah, it's gonna. Oh yeah, Denver. Yeah, Denver will probably yeah. have some as well. Yeah, I'm State. at the I'm at the weed store with a lady at least uh, once every couple of weeks. Yeah, they so will definitely have a, 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 a Spriga. What is the name? What's the Sprigatito. name? Spriga Tito. Spriga and then uh, Tito's Vodka. That's how. That's the uh, thing. Okay. You get some Spriga weed, and then you get some Tito's Vodka, and you got Sprigatito. Yeah. That's what happened. They would have if a that, special Pokemon... Pokemon bong. <laughs> All bong. <laughs> if, that, if that Pokemon's power isn't rolling, then I don't want it. Yeah, it's true. That's what, <laughs> Nintendo's going to come out with a special collector's edition bong, Dan. You just gave him the idea. That sounds yep. right. Son. Right. And <laughs> open up to new markets. Yep. Yep. Next one is this one. This is Fue Coco, I guess, is how you should pronounce that. He's also one foot four inches, but he weighs 21.6 pounds. Damn. He's thick. He's a thick boy. Damn. Yeah. He's a fire croc Pokemon is his category. Oh, Uh, come on. And his ability is blaze. Fire croc? (laughs) 
The laid back fire croc Pokemon that does things at its own pace. Dude, okay, so they swapped the description of Spriga and this guy. <laughs> Maybe Fway and uh and Spriga are are friends. You know, he brings the fire, she brings you got you know, you gotta have one there you go. out the other, yeah. It's like Rogue and, 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 and Gambit. Like, they're not really supposed to touch, but they absorb each other. <laughs> That's true. Yep. That's true. Uh, and then this one, uh, which I have to say, it's my fave because this is baby Donald Duck here. This is Quaxley. Yep. Yes. Uh, it's a water Pokemon. Uh, the Earnest and Tidy Duckling Pokemon, who has the ability. Love the hat. It's, it's Donald Duck. King. Like Nintendo or yeah. Disney's the, gonna yeah. sue the fuck out of these people. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. Honestly, like I heard that, and then I, now I'm looking at it, and and I don't. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a white duck with a yellow bill. Like that's with that's a hat. What, like the similarities end for me. Oh, that's okay. a. I thought that's hair. No, that well, it's a hat. It looks like yeah. a, like a like a Elvis like a uh, uh, whatever it's called. You might be right. That might be hair. Commodore. Yeah, it's it's probably his feathers. All the Pokemon have like clothing that's part of their actual body. Like they explain it that way. Like it, like the feathers or something will actually be part of their body, even though it looks like oh, clothing. Sure. That, yeah, you kind of like right. the fact that his his wing is like you have to be this tall to ride this ride. <laughs> <laughs> he does have He's a little like, like, you too, yeah. cocky you too wing short, though. son. Also, doesn't Donald Duck like have a have a rectangular like flat bill, and this one's like more of like a. Yes. A little a bit. Pointed bill, like, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't see it. I just don't see it. Yeah. Yeah. It looks all right. It looks all right. Did they put any screenshots out with this, Dan? Uh, aside from the. It looks yeah, like they have we... a trailer that has like some in game uh, screenshots in it, like little snippets throughout the trailer. It starts out real life, but if there's little later into it, there's like little bits of the game. Uh, I'm trying to... Everyone that's uh, writing articles about it is just using old ass Pokemon images. Oh well, I'm not gonna come through a three and a half minute trailer. Is the trailer good, Dan? Did you watch the full trailer? Like it's, a, it's like someone sneaking through a building or like a museum or some yeah. shit, right? Yeah, like it's it, it doesn't make any sense. Like it's just some guy in a museum and he walks into a room and oh my god, there's Pokemon on the screen. Ah. I mean, I'd be a little make be terrifying if that was the case. Yeah. I just watched it and I'm still like, why did the beginning part even there? Why is that even? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, cut that all out. It would be the same. Yeah. Well. That'll be out this year, according to the Pokemon group. So hopefully uh, I will assume it's going to be the same exact engine as Arceus and run exactly the same. So, yeah. So, yeah. Thanks to this show. I'm, I'm not, I, I always look up shit that I never thought I'd look up before. I'm actually perusing Pokemon bongs. Nice. Now <laughs> and there's a, there's a wide variety as you might imagine. Yeah. There's, you know, the standard ball as the, the water, you know, okay. as oh. the water. You got any Snorlax? Um, is there any Snorlax bones? Uh, no, the, the, my favorite one though is, is the coughing. There's a oh, coughing. Oh, that's, okay. that's, a that's very clever. apropos on a bong. Yeah. yeah that's not very bad. Nice. That's not bad. Yeah. Uh, what else do we have in the news? Activate Zika. This is going to affect you the most. I know. Oh shit. Activision has delayed. The Call of Duty title for 2023. There will not be a major Call of Duty release next year. They're skipping. You know, I actually was, uh, I don't know when that news came out, but I was actually uh, uh, playing Monopoly ago. with Swifter. And, <laughs> okay. Uh, did he lose yeah. his shit when that happened? No. No, he's, did, like, 
as much as Swift Rage has like gotten or you know been a global emo forever, he's yeah. not. He doesn't get very angry at a lot of a lot of times. Um, but yeah, he was just like, yeah, they're not gonna be uh, doing a, a Call of Duty this year. Like, are you mad about it? Like, nah, not really. I mean, they've done one every year for you know three hundred years or whatever. So yeah. like, yeah, skip a year, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it it's kind of a, I mean. I don't think it's a big deal, but it is kind of a big deal, right? Like mm-hmm. they've done it for so long now that it's just become an industry standard. Like, oh yeah, let's you know, new Call of Duty comes out uh, October, November. It's gonna sell a shit ton of units. It, it's kind of the same as like if Madden or if FIFA skipped a year type deal, right? Like the people that actually play that very effective uh, are very affected, and they still sell millions upon millions every year. Um, yeah. So you will probably see, you know, year over year, the the sales of games down uh that year because there won't be a call of duty um i think it needs it though i i think give them more time actually mm-hmm. freshen up that uh whatever that series is it didn't sell that well with vanguard uh which i think was probably the the larger reason um for this delay and i also think you know they're being acquired by microsoft there's going to be some changes it, it makes a lot of sense for that to uh to be a year that they skip uh if that all goes through over the next yeah. year yeah, no Call of Duty, Zeke. I know you're going to be super hard pressed about it, but you know. No, uh, someone in dance chat said the same thing that I would say. I haven't played a Call of Duty game since Modern Warfare Two. That's uh, that's not exactly true because I did play the space one that came out like two or three years ago, whatever. Yeah. Oh right. Yeah. And and was it Infinite? Infinity. Black. In, was that called? Oh, yeah. What was that? I don't remember. I think what it was. That was. One- because it wasn't a One Black Ops Kevin game. Spacey, wasn't it? No, that was Advanced yes. Warfare. Ke- oh, Kevin yeah. Spacey was Advanced Warfare. Infinite Warfare, there it is. Infinite Warfare. Infinite okay. Warfare. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I played that. I played the campaign on that one. It was all right. Yeah. But that was, I mean. Here's. Modern Warfare 2, I sunk a lot of hours into. And that's back when I was, you know, when it came out. And I was young and I, younger, I guess. And I could still, like, you know, do okay. Yeah. Here, here's what Phil should do. <laughs> They're going to skip the year. Get all of the single players for COD, put them on Game Pass. The single player experiences are great in that game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, yeah. they're some of the most fun FPSs, just, uh, you know, absurd Fast and the Furious style action games. Just put them on Game Pass so that people can actually pay, uh, play them without spending $60 for the full game because that shit's never discounted. Um, never. I think a lot more people would actually be interested in a single player campaign from, from COD, but. That would be brilliant. I would like that. Yeah. Put an RE engine, stick Ryu in it. <laughs> there you go. Just have him be a, a side character. It'd be great. Just walk around shirtless, <laughs> punching people on the battlefield. Just uh, catching bullets with his glove. Yeah. Like, bah, yeah. Bah, bah. yeah. Be great. Just snacking on the bullets. Exactly. <laughs> them up. Uh, and then that was uh, kind of the, the not much news. Everyone got out the the fucking way for Elden Ring. Because uh, that launched on Friday. We'll be talking about that. For anyone worried about spoilers, we'll be talking about that in the second half of the show. Um, let's talk Horizon. Because uh, Zeke, you hadn't started. The only person that talked about it on the show was, was me. Zeke, you hadn't started it last week. Dan and, and Kana, you guys both have played it. I don't know. Have either, uh, any of you finished it? Kyle, did you finish it? Okay, you did. Yep. Mm-hmm. Dan, did you finish it? No, I'm, I just got to. I just found. Uh, I'm getting towards the end, I think. Okay. I just got to like the last part of the map on the okay. very end. Gotcha. And uh, Zeke, where are you at in your offline playthrough of, of Horizon? Are you trucking I'm along? Did it stop? Service. 
Yeah, it's hard, man. I, I barely got I barely got into the West. <laughs> like just like Dude, just recently. Yeah. There's twenty hours in that game and you barely even make it to the West. They stick you in like Nevada. <laughs> you gotta yeah. go a little bit further <laughs> till you hit uh the coast. But uh since I talked about it, I'll I'll pass it off. Dan, what are your thoughts on Horizon in general? You you having a good time with it? I know Elden Ring obviously uh it's taken a backseat to that, but how are you feeling about Horizon for Ben West? I thought, like, it is such a, first of all, graphically, goddamn. Like, I don't yes. know how the hell they cranked that power on either. that console, but, whoo, that game is gorgeous. Like, and the, their attention to detail and just, like, the rendering of even just, like, the there's a city in there with where it's, like, a, all built with woven, like, uh, woven uh, material, and it's just, gorgeous the amount of detail they put in every inch of that that city yeah i i don't know how they did that but they are like becoming masters of their craft at like making something gorgeous and still run the performance mode on ps5 runs very well like it rarely ever drops frames it's super good yeah um gameplay wise i think um they are, are getting better at it but i think it still needs just a little bit of like annoyance fixes like the constant looting is like a little bit of annoying. Like I wish there was like a little bit of AOE loot so you can loot like multiple things at once instead of, you know, pick up everything one at a time. Um, that was my other biggest that, complaint, man. The, yep. Like why do they not have AOE loot? You kill, I know. there's like 30 lootable items after a fight. Cause you're knocking things off of the <laughs> monsters and all this shit. And you have yep. to go one by one. Find the sparkly in the bush. You're like, where did it go? I, I know I dropped it somewhere, yeah. but yeah, it was very good. Very fun. I think like, it's just like the the IP itself seems to be growing each time, but it's just not like quite at the popularity level of other things right now. I noticed that like on Twitch, like it didn't do very well viewer wise. Like through most, like it came out there's a little yeah. bit of hype, but then it kind of fizzled really quick. It's it's a really great game to play, but I don't think people enjoy necessarily watching it quite as much. But as a single player game, like playing it yourself, I think it's one of the best single player experiences I've done had in a long time, where you just want to like walk around and explore and just talk to NPCs and learn about what's going on. It, I personally felt it was very, very, very good play, game to play. Yeah. yeah. Kyle, what do you think of, uh, of old horizon? Ditto on a lot of stuff that Dan shared. I think, I think right now it's definitely in that game of the year running for, for 2022. I think it, you know, it looks gorgeous. It plays really, really well. I think it, weirdly speaking towards the looting parts of that, I feel like I was looting faster in performance mode than I was in quality mode in a, in a weird way. Maybe that's just my mind playing tricks on me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, shout out to AOE looting. Please make that a thing. <laughs> I, th I think this is a, this is one of those games where, you know, going into it, I had an expectation to, you know, hopefully see Gorilla stretch their legs in, in, in some ways. And it doesn't feel like they necessarily fully got there in, in not in a necessarily negative way, but in a way that didn't meet my expectations from, you know, them having a certain amount of time to think about where this game is going to want to landing from the first one. Uh, the, the running thing that I shared in my um, review was to say, like, this feels like a game that was started in production directly after they said cut on the last game. Like they went directly from, you know, putting it and making it gold and then saying, all right, 
we didn't we had some un we had some things that 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 fell on the the cutting room floor from the last game now we have time from a technology standpoint to put some of that stuff in and then kind of um expand on it um and that's what we wind up getting in horizon too so like you know melee combat for the human to human stuff didn't feel super super great to me the 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 climbing mechanics were really awkward still which for a game where you're doing a lot of that felt felt really weird and funky sure um so it feels like anytime you're you know aiming down sights with your bow that's when horizon feels really good when you're slowing down time looking at parts on a, on, a, on a monster to kind of peel off um that's when horizon feels like it's at its at its greatest but i think the thing that makes me really excited is not just to get a chance to play this and, and have my time with it because i spent 50 hours in it and, and really only got through like 37 percent of it complete which means i have a bunch of stuff to go do is with sony now putting more games on pc i am dying to see what this thing is going to look like on pc Absolutely. this game is going to be ridiculous on pc <clears throat> when they wind up putting it out yeah um so yeah it was, it was a fun time it's just um you know I think it. I think it didn't hit exactly what I was hoping for, but it. But it is really, really good. It. Uh, Zeke, did you have a? You said you've barely touched it, right? Like you open it up, played a little bit. I saw your comment about her hair being well, fucking crazy in cutscenes. Couldn't agree more. Yeah, yeah, that was the one thing that that, that really like. Here. <laughs> her everything hair else, I'm just crazy. looking at like the, the fucking mountains and the beasts and the trees and the snow and the everything. And then you like get up close to to like one person, and that one person, like perfect facial expressions, like they're acting with their you know their eyebrows, like you can see like without saying anything, they're saying something that kind of shit. Yeah. And then cut to Aloy, it's like, yeah, it's like what the fuck? Give it some weight or something. I don't know. I don't know how to like what. You made everybody else's hair look fine. Hers is just out of the fucking control, man. It is a little out of control. Yeah, I saw. I, I, I definitely had some, uh, speaking of the cutscenes, uh, last week I was very much uh, praising the game pretty much nonstop. Definitely had some cutscenes where people just like, you know, very emotional moment happening in a cutscene. And then someone just like pops up behind them. Yep. <laughs> and it's like, what? And then they like turn, Hi. look at the camera, and then they just pop away. <laughs> You're like, what the hell is going on? Like that happened a couple times. I also had a guy just like wander into the screen, look at the like look at the two of us talking, and then just like kind of backwalk. Like it was like their animation was somehow bugged or something, and that was really fun to witness. Um, but you know, you can't. I, I can't make fun of it too much because the the two the motion capped actors in almost every scene. Uh, not only are they incredible voice actors or actors, I really should start saying, uh, but like their animations are just throughout the entire game. You know, I spent 30 hours, didn't do a single side quest, but everything that I experienced was just the tip top of the line when it came to like presentation, the acting incorporated and all that. Um, and, and they're like software, they're, they're software and hardware when it comes to that motion tracking stuff. Uh, I, I wish they would lend that out to every studio that makes video games. Cause Holy shit. Uh, mm -hmm. how do you even like, how do you, as another studio, look at that and, and not want that in your game? Like it just, it's nope. absurd. Um, it made playing dying light look like I was playing a different generation <laughs> of video games, it did. uh, it did. is really the best way that I can, uh, can discuss that.
the thing yeah the thing that i I've, I've noted like i noticed when i was playing um and then i think should be like the new watchword if you're doing uh realistic looking video games with uh, uh you know that, that that in a serious environment not like not like a farce or a satire or anything like that yeah uh, like like this it, you know they take everything seriously is nonverbal like the nonverbal communication that they have in this game is the best in any game I've ever seen. Agreed. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I, I will also state yep. uh, graphically, and I, I think, Dan, you, you said this or, or touched on this. Uh, this is probably the best looking game I've ever seen. Uh, th- there are some areas in the West um, which I would like live. I, I wish the game was just in this and like, uh, Kai, I think you know what I'm, the, the, some giant trees. Let's go with that. There's some redwoods. Yeah, I don't think that's too spoilery. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, yep. And like that area is unbelievably good looking. When the fog rolls in and you start to see like sun shafts and you're not sure if it's a monster or if it's just the fucking mm-hmm. environment. Uh, that is like some of the prettiest looking stuff I've ever seen. Um, and I hope that more games can like do that in the future, but I really don't know how, how fast it's going to be. Dan, you're having some, I'm watching you struggle. With this. <laughs> yeah, this was, that dr- some of the drones are really hard to, to jump on. <laughs> They're hard to catch. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. And like this one was on top of a mountain. So you got to reclimb every time you fail it. it yeah. Uh, so well, if it's any indication, I just got that glider. That, that, that's oh, okay. I, you're you're prettier. Yeah. My, okay. last, my last hour playing, I just I just got that. I will also state they're pretty slow on rolling out the up like the things that you can get in this game. Like 20 hours in, you're still getting yeah. new things. Um, and mm-hmm. so that's either good or bad, depending on you know how fast you want that stuff to roll out. Um, but it's it's not all front loaded, which yeah, I actually enjoyed. It, it gave there me is, different ways Zelda-like. to do things. Yeah, yeah, it is um i think they did a really good job with dual sense stuff in this game too like i, I think they did a, a a pretty good job with having things feel very different when you're you're using different weapons on the dual sense which mm-hmm. which for me is a, you know the reason i think you you own a playstation 5 at this point is because of the controller and and, and the things that it's doing and, and trying to mimic really really well i agree on, on that note does it does mm-hmm. it have a different like uh tension or whatever when you're like out of ammo Mm-hmm. Yep. I was gonna say like I, I thought I remember back, so like it... playing the game and like trying to pull out something and then it was like no no resistance. I'm like, oh shit, that means I'm out of yeah. ammo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. That was, was really cool. For me. <laughs> there was another one where if you run up to a door and it's one of the doors where you have to like uh, stick the staff in and like pry it open before you mm-hmm. even interact with the door, you just walk up to it and you like push in on R two it immediately stops you like as, as hard as it possibly can, as if there's a door that you're like prying open. Uh, yeah. And it sounds Very so stupid cool. to, to say that is like a gimmick, but it actually is really cool in, in actual yeah. practice within the game. Uh, and I find myself, whenever I would see those doors, like, oh yeah, it's going to be really hard to actually pull the trigger. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's such like a small gimmick, but it, it really does add a lot to the experience. The stuff like Zeke mentioned with the, the different... Uh, the strength that you have to pull when you're you're out of ammo and all that stuff um i really mm-hmm. enjoyed it drains the fuck out of a battery though i think i was oh my like god 
seven or eight hours uh, on a controller for this. So when I was marathoning the game on, on stream, I had like two controllers as backup at all times, just so I could get to the stream, which is crazy. It's funny you say that because I was I was uh, I was playing on my Xbox Series X yesterday. I was playing a whole bunch of um, Elden. Yeah, and I was like, oh god, I've I've literally played like twelve hours today and look to go see how much the battery had drained the controller it was still pretty much full yeah. on my elite controller which i was like blown away by and i know my uh dual sense controllers like die pretty pretty quickly in, in that respect yep completely completely off topic except for uh you said you play with an elite controller yeah 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 i have a question for you do you yeah. have <laughs> does your does your elite controller ever just disconnect for no reason yes Really? Yeah. So it is. A, it's an it's an elite problem. Okay. I I have an elite problem, or I have an elite controller as well, but I've never had that issue okay. thus far. It, it's done it. A, it's it like a bad connection inside the controller or something. Is it an yeah. elite one or two? Yeah, it doesn't. Two. Huh? Yep. Yeah, I, I don't know. It doesn't do it super often, but it but it has done it on occasion. I know some of those first gen elite twos were uh, rushed or had some QA issues, so I don't know if that was mm -hmm. if you guys were early adopters mm -hmm. or or what, but. Yeah, I've I've well, had and that issue. For anyone uh, asking about like if a firmware update, I did that and still still the problem persists. It's just like I'll be playing, and then like it just completely it, it, battery's not dead. It just completely like shuts out. The controller shuts off. Like yeah. the, the little Xbox light goes off. Weird. And then I yep. you know push it down, turn it back on again, and it's fine. But I'm like, and it's it, like I was like, oh maybe I'm just jostling it, but like. Then I was like, I stayed perfectly still, and I was, you know, not doing anything out of the ordinary, not being my usual animated self, and and it shut off again. I'm just, I don't know. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> I haven't experienced that. Uh, so funny, Phil. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just ask Phil. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can. People like well, next time you have Phil on the show, ask him to fix it for you. I'm like, yeah, we'll do. <laughs> Phil, I'm my <laughs> controller's having some issues here. Can you help me out with that? Oh, I'm sure he'd love that. Help me out, Phil. Yeah. Uh, so I do want to mention this. I, I made a joke about it last week, but I think it is actually worth uh, complaining. That The mount whistle that Aloy does, uh, way uh -huh. too loud. Way too fucking yeah. loud. Yes. But I don't it know why wild. they cranked that up. I don't know if it's like the they, they want the real the hell out of me. Of like, you would have to whistle pretty loud for someone to like come and... and come to you from the middle of nowhere but yeah it's way too fucking loud it's so goddamn it's a robot easy. like send us send like a digital signal or something not the scream for it you know You're totally she has right. a focus she should be able to tap her damn ear and yeah, be just, like yeah. come hither You're, you guys are totally it's so unbelievably loud uh and that was maybe yeah. one of the bigger complaints most of my actual complaints didn't like if you were to if i if we were doing the show prior to me playing elden ring I think I'd be a lot mm. more, uh, I'd speak high, as highly of this game as I did last week, but Elden Ring actually pointed out so many flaws in an open world game for me now. So we'll, I'll table <laughs> that discussion uh, and we'll, we'll save it for after the break. But uh, story-wise, having finished it, no spoilers. I will say from a just straight up narrative experience, probably my favorite sci-fi story that I've played in a very, very long time um and i highly highly recommend people to just check out the main story it's a it's an absolute blast Agreed. um mm. you can't talk about it because it is there's so many things to spoil um so i'm not going to but i absolutely loved the story 
I think they they stuck the landing. Um, final boss was definitely a giant difficulty curve up. I actually put it on story yeah. difficulty so I could like three shot yeah. it there at the end. Yep. Uh, I got my absolute ass handed to me two times in a row. And I was like, <laughs> fuck this. I'm just going to let me just put out two traps, put on story mode. Okay. This person, this thing is dead. Uh, <laughs> there we go. Great. Let's see the end. Um, I was also impressed by just how massive of a game is, how many side quests and areas there are to explore. It is, if you like a hundred percenter, this is a huge game. Like you'll get yep. tons mm-hmm. of value out of it if you want to do quests and stuff. Yeah. Do everything would require a massive amount of time. It, it will. Yeah. Me and, me and Kyle were talking before the show. Uh, I think we both finished the game with about 30 hours played and we were both in the 30% uh, completion uh, within the game statistics. So it's probably a 50 60 hour game um and even even in doing the the story missions you go to a certain point and i think they end up at like 33 or 34 level uh of mm. the quest but there's like a level 25 quest and then right next to the level 25 quest area is a level 40 open world thing and so the game definitely expects you to be somewhat over leveled for a lot of that stuff. Uh, Cause if I mm-hmm. walked anywhere near the level 40 thing, I would just get one tapped by whatever, uh, whatever creature, whatever human was there, they would just, you know, I would be done uh, in a second. So uh, it, it definitely seems like the type of game where it wants you to finish the main story and then go back and do all that other stuff, or it's, it's open to that. It doesn't, uh, it doesn't shun that style of, of play. Which I think is cool because I'll probably go back and do the story stuff, the side story stuff. Uh, they all seemed very good from what I could play, and a lot of the side stories continue character um, stories within the game that you meet across uh, your time in it. So, any more story that I can get from that, I'm super into. Um, and the the acting and motion capture made like some of the side quests that would just be like, go get ten bear hides, it, but it, but the actor just delivered it in such a way that you're like. <laughs> Yeah, I'll do it. Don't don't worry. Don't yeah. worry. I, I My got people this. People are got dying, this. Aloy. We need these fucking bear hides. Do you see this? This kid back here is dying. She's bleeding out in front of us. Look at her. And then the face just conveys so much emotion and sadness. You're like, yeah. fine. I'll go get the fucking bear hides. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. I got it. In that in that I'll do it. situation, I'm I'm guessing Aloy was like, you should have moved somewhere warmer. Oh God, her sass does not stop. <laughs> you mentioned that last time. Oh, yeah. Dude, she yeah. is uh, she, I just she got was... my first taste of that and I'm like harsh, dude. Dude, yeah. man. I made yeah, a comment. She, too... she just ruins people. She just yeah, straight yeah. up like you you meet all these cultures uh that have, you know, the 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 they thought about what society would be like, you know, a thousand years from now if they were to discover our society. And how they would revere that, right? And so all these people have these like mystical beliefs about everything, or they look at how a business is structured, right? And they they model their entire life after a company, which is fucking bonkers to see that in game. But then they run into Aloy, and she's just like, "You guys are fucking stupid. Like this is Yo. a joke. Like this." This was a company. If you, can you go to like some gameplay or something? Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. I'm trying not to look at this. Yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, there, she, we'll she, watch she definitely that. rolls in and is like, "Yo, I I know everything and you know nothing." Yeah, 
for a lot of that story, which which made me not necessarily like her as much in this game as as I did in the previous game. But that's a, that's a, that's a, the conversation for another day. For she sure. just destroys their lives. Like yeah. <laughs> these people that like join your team, so to speak, and you're like, yeah, all that shit that you've known for twenty years is fucking bullshit. This is actually what happened. <laughs> But that's but isn't that isn't that doesn't that like make sense of someone who's like had a peek behind the curtain? It does. Like you're like, yeah. Oh, yeah. we praise the sun, everything is great, and then you're like, oh, it's all fucking bullshit. It's all lies. Everything we know is it's gonna it's gonna make anybody cynical, you know. <laughs> you're not wrong. Yeah. You know, I yeah. I just felt bad for the characters that she was, you know. Yeah. They, they, they're, they're it also very, didn't uh, feel long enough from like and i guess in the in the lore again i'm not going to go into any spoilers but it, it feels like from the previous game to where she is now it isn't like like a decade of time that has right. passed between those things which makes it feel like a months. little bit it's dickish. Like six months yeah. yeah it's like months or something like that it's and it's like it's like that one friend that got into the club and you didn't get into the club and they come back out and they're like yo it's dope in there you have no idea how cool it is in the club <laughs> sucks you can't be in the club though because you're still out on the line yeah. <laughs> and i'm like yo you're yeah. an asshole Aloy. Yeah. well and and a lot of that stuff is just like yo check this focus out here's a focus and then they like put the focus on and then you know the mind blown moment occurs and then you start to see their entire society just crumble in their brain they're like oh mm -hmm. fuck all of my like oh my god 20 years i'm just surrounded by idiots <laughs> <In real time. laughs> well, it i have a weed pokemon now everything has changed <laughs> <laughs> it's it's great it's great that's, I, that's I, the look of piercing the veil yes yes yeah. i i yeah. will say this i don't it's a character name if you care about it at all i'm gonna say it because it's my favorite slash worst thing in this game the person that i hate so much in this game is named ceo and it's spelled ceo I'm not going to talk yep. about why, but they are just the absolute fucking worst. And I hate everything oh about God. their being. And I think it's incredible writing for someone to be named mm -hmm. that. But yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. God damn it. They popped up on screen so and I just was like, oh, well, you fucking that, piece like, of that, shit. That little <laughs> bit of information kind of like. I'm wondering if, if it, it, they tackled or they. Uh, address that anywhere in the lore or in like i don't know why his name somewhere that? i didn't see where they where they like alloy is like alloy you know like yeah. metal mm. like that ceo ceo like maybe they they saw it like on a door oh they talk like about why his name ceo it, oh they it's, okay it's like yeah it's story relevant yeah <laughs> cool, cool. Mm -hmm. but god they the writing on him like they they knew exactly what the fuck they're doing uh mm -hmm. and they i just i fucking hate him <laughs> I just hate his ass because he handles himself so much like his name. Uh, just uh, like Walt said, it's like this fucking prick. Fucking I'm excited to get back to it in, in a month and a half when I'm finally uh, done with Elden Ring. Yeah, yeah. And on that note, I think that's a good segue to a break because uh, I I am uh, literally, I, I have not had anyone to talk to about Elden Ring because I didn't want to bother Ooh. anyone's playthrough. Uh, and so we'll, we'll jump into some discussion. Uh, and we're gonna try just for anyone wondering we're gonna try and keep it surface and vague for my benefit yes as well as yours it's <laughs> yeah i mean we'll we'll talk about it in in the next half it it'll be very hard 
uh, to have like mm-hmm. meaningful discussions about that game and, and not spoil some of that stuff, but we'll, we'll do our best. Yeah. So, I'm really dying to talk about it. So let's go to a break. We'll come back uh, in about five or six minutes and uh, discuss the crazy game that is Elden Ring. So BRB, more draft frames right after this. We'll see you guys then. Welcome back, everyone. Going into the second half here of Drop Frames. We are going to be talking Elden Ring. And I don't know how we're going to handle spoils for this. I will say this. (laughs) The best way to play this game is to go in and not know a single fucking thing. Uh, And I think even like, I I laughed at people that are like, oh, the trailers are spoiling stuff. Trailers didn't really spoil that much. uh, But... Had I not seen some of that stuff, I guess it would have been a lot cooler. Um, but yeah, if you're at all planning on playing or you're a Dark Souls fan and you want to play Elden Ring, this is one of those times where I'd say stop watching the stream. Uh, I'm not going to show footage of it, I don't think, um, and probably just have us talk about it without footage. But <clears throat> yeah, we can also say without spoiling anything, uh, probably play the PS5 version. I'm curious for you guys. I'm playing PC, but... As I've told a bunch of people that ask, like, hey, how's the PC work? I have, like, the I have the top-of-the-line system, so it's not a reasonable thing for me to say, like, oh, yeah, it's running fine. Because it's running fine for me, but I have a 3090 and, like, all that stupid stuff. Most people are having terrible issues with the PC version. Uh, are all of you playing PC version, or are you jumping on PS5? I, I, play, I, play on I started on PC and then went over to my Xbox Series X for a bit. Okay. Dan, you're doing I'm playing PC? it mostly on my Xbox Series X. Mm. Okay. Uh, Zeke, what are you playing? PC? Yeah, I play PC, uh, or I'm playing PC, and I tried to, um, I actually downloaded it uh, from on my laptop, and it's not a, it's a pretty, it's not top of top of the line, but it's a decent laptop that's, you know, only like a year old, yeah. and it did not fucking run, like, at all. <laughs> like, it okay, was wow. awful. It was, there's frame rate issues, there was, there was like, these little black squares that would pop up like everywhere. It was fucking terrible. Like yeah. it was unplayable. Wow. Um, and then I put it on my, my, uh, my uh, bedroom PC, which is basically our, like our Netflix machine. Um, and uh, I think I have a 980 in there, 980 okay. TI, whatever. And uh, after, after tweaking some shit, I actually, I actually got it to run. Um, Steady 60. But, no, I think it actually was uh, less than that somehow. Wow. Okay. Uh, it didn't seem as as crisp and smooth as it is on my, you know, my, you know, high high class or high, you know, whatever gaming PC. Right. Um, but I did get it to work. Is a thing. Um, and I actually went to I looked at, tried to see if it was on uh, GeForce Now yet, so, so I could play it on my laptop. Right. You know, so I could use their their uh, hard drive and and uh, processor for it, but not no luck yet yeah okay yeah. so i'm stuck on my i'm stuck on my uh my my spendy pc if i want to play uh elden ring how is uh how's the xbox version Kyle? because I, I i forgot that's even a thing i most people are like oh i don't have a ps5 i can't play the game and i was like yeah i guess you can't but no if you can get an xbox <laughs> like that's a console uh how is it yeah. how's it performing on there playing fine i mean i you throw it in performance mode which i think you know even if you're I, I haven't played the ps5 version of it yet but even so i would because of how 
you know, time, you know, frame sensitive a game like that is, I would put it in performance mode anyway. Yeah. And this feels fine to me. I mean, it, I, I need to go back and go back on my, my good PC to, to like play it and see where it was. But even when I started, uh, it seemed fine, but it, that was like on a, a press build as opposed to a final retail build. So I'll see once I up, update it and see where it's at, but yeah, it's been playing good and playing okay. fine. Uh, and then I, no issues at all in the PC version. I've had like some hitching, but very little. Yeah, I, I'm playing on a PC with a 3080, and I haven't had any issues yet with with some people are having like hitching and like frame drops and stuff. I have a couple in a couple spots that are a little framey, but other than that, it's been running fine for me. Yeah, same. Mm-hmm. Uh, but hey, it, look, from software and PC, they've always it's always <laughs> yeah. a little bit of a struggle for them. Right? I remember the original Dark Souls port. That was fun. oh yeah, like, that was. Just god awful, right? Like, yeah. uh, but what was the who's the famous uh, modder that fixed it? First with a D, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, he like in like less than a couple hours, he released a mod that fixed everything. It was like, what did they do on this? Durante, but yeah, that's who it was. It was Durante that had that. Oh, mod. wow, yep. yeah, had like it, it fixed everything. Um, so I, I don't know what the culprit is. I don't know if Bandai said like what the culprit is. I know. Uh, Co, for example, has a 3090, pretty similar PC to me, and he was just having like full on hard freezes during boss fights. Mm. We're talking like mm-hmm. five or six seconds of a freeze. Um, I haven't encountered anything at all that bad. If anything, it's just been an FPS drop to like 50 or so for five or six seconds, and then bumps back up to 60, and we're we're good. Uh, which seems to me like it's a loading thing. Um, like I'm crossing a threshold, and it's loading whatever's in front of me. Um, don't know though i'm not a game developer i can't really speak too intelligently about um i'm sure there's people that can on the internet and people that already have so anyways that all said uh hey this game's pretty good uh <laughs> i would i would wager is a dark souls fan already having only been 30 hours in it it's probably one of my favorite games of all time and i'm only 30 hours in like i'm confident in saying that's probably one of my favorite games of all time at this point it's uh, absolutely insane to tie back into what I was talking about in regards to Horizon. It approaches the open world argument without telling the without telling the player that it's an open world game outright. It just says, here's a map. You can go do whatever you want. We're not going to give you a checklist of shit that you could do. You can just go do whatever you want. Doesn't tell you anything. Uh, and it's it's really weird how well that works in the age of open world games where it is a checklist like horizon is a checklist it has seven cauldrons or eight cauldrons or whatever uh it's got you know 10 of these activities it's got six drones i have no idea what this game has in terms of the numbers (laughs) and i like it that way right like it's refreshing to just play a game and have no idea what's in front of me uh and i I don't even know like how many things I've missed in places I think I've explored all the way. Like there's probably a nook or cranny I, I missed and like, there'll be a whole boss in there or something. Dude, it's, it's crazy. It's straight crazy. How much you can miss in this game. I went through the first like proper dungeon. Uh, and I went through it pretty easily having done like 20 hours of outside of dungeon content. I went through there mm-hmm. and everyone in my chat was like, wait, did JP do this? Did JP see that? Did JP know you can go do that? And it's mm-hmm. like, I don't, no, I, you can do that. Like I, I had no idea any of that was there. Uh, and so that like, I would, I went back through a second time with chat saying like, okay, jump on that, do this, go across there, 
fight that guy, get this thing. Oh, wow, that's really fucking cool. And you see, that's, I honestly, that's what I'm doing. That's why I, I, it came down to like, do I stream it in a month or do I play it now and then figure out something else? And that's honestly why I'm, I'm playing it on my own, doing all my, like, all the, dis, like, the discovery I can, uh, you know, with the searching I'm, I'm, I want to do. Yeah. And then, like, playing it later with a completely different class, it'll be a completely different game. The discoveries won't be there, but it'll be a completely different game with a completely different class. But with the backseat open, so they can tell me like, here's all the shit. Like here's oh, here, yeah. Like yep. I'm I'm excited to see what all I missed because you know just because of the the little discoveries that you make hints at how much there could be Dude, there. There, you know, like this little tiny little doorway, and you're like, I could have easily fucking missed that. How many of those have I already missed? You're mm-hmm. yeah, it's so hundred percent correct in that. There there are doors in this game that lead to like some of the coolest fucking shit I've ever seen in a game. And I would have missed it had I not been just nope. like walking around a corner or, you know, uh, it's, it's crazy how they've, they've mm-hmm. done that. One, one big tip that I will say, uh, if you're doing a lot of exploration, um, slight spoiler in terms of items that you can equip, you can get a lantern and it goes on your hip. Mm. You don't have to have a torch out. Oh man, and it's fucking incredible. <laughs> that's huge. That's, so that's huge. I just walked it took around me with this little thirty lantern. hours to find the lantern. Yeah, thirty hours. Yeah, it's, it's and it's it's yep. on. It's I'm not gonna say where it's at. It's like one of the greatest things I've looted. <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh, a lantern. That's, wow, that one I'm somebody I else playing. Thing, and I, yeah, I, I might, I might just allow myself up. to be spoiled, spoiled for that because. That's a utility thing that just makes everything so much, so much easier. Well, and, and, you know, I I was talking, so to roll it back, uh, I think on Wednesday, everyone is like, okay, what are these reviews going to be like? Like, how is this game? Mm. Are we going to get like a cyberpunk? Like, are we about to get cyberpunk? How's this going to go down? And everyone woke up Mm. Wednesday and I'm still kind of shocked at the reviews. Like they, it, it is one of the best rated games of all time. People ranted and raved, and I was like, okay, there's no way this game is this good. I played for like 15 hours the first day. I was like, okay, it's Dark Souls, right? It's Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. It's, it's cool. Played for another 15 hours second day. I was like, okay, this is actually, maybe this is kind of cool. This is maybe a little bit special. Yesterday, I finally had the epiphany of like, okay, this is actually like, this is an important game. This is one of the biggest games <laughs> that I've ever played. Mm-hmm. It's a remarkable game. So I get all the reviews. I, I think partially also why the reviews were so strong is the game and i, I want to be very clear the game is not accessible the game is approachable and so people that were sh- that had been like shied away or, or stopped playing the other games because they were so fucking hard this game basically says yeah it's hard but there's a billion other things you can go and do right now so go do those other things and come back to it being difficult because it's not going to be that difficult and that and is, i'm here to tell you that there's no shame don't be ashamed of that do no. not do not let Dude, yourself like, do that. go to an area and like, why can't I do that? Just stop. Yeah. Back up. Go somewhere else for a, for a little bit. And that once I got out of that mindset, I had such a better time with the game. Yeah. That, that is a game changer. Yeah. And I think it's why it reviewed so well, because everyone that had played the Dark Souls in the past got to a boss and was like, well, I don't want to fucking sit here and mash my head <laughs> against this boss for 10 hours. Like, I'm done. Now they're like, 
I'm not going to mash my head against this boss for three attempts. I'm going to go another direction for 20 hours and then come back. Mm-hmm. And it makes all the difference in the world. It, it really, truly does. Because they're able to experience <laughs> the Dark Souls experience. Like uh, playing playing a, 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 a magic user class, which is what I'm doing like I'm in a melee game. Which I'm jealous of you, by the way. Having all the stuff yeah, that same. I found. Oh, dude! I, saw no, I found I found some of the shit, but like, let me tell you, like, the 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 biggest thing about playing the the astrologer, which is like the mage class, um, is you find other other like items and spells and stuff like that, and they barely com- they barely even live up to what you start with, and that's that's kind of like the disheartening thing. But Man, I, okay, getting back to the point before, yeah, uh, about like you know fighting boss, like it feels like you go to a boss. And I'm sitting there, like, like lobbing spells. This guy, and it's like doing, like, you know, like, ink, ink, ink. and you're like, <laughs> in my head, I'm like, I'm gonna go find another boss that appreciates my magic. <laughs> Fuck you! I'm like, oh, I'm like, look at, I'm chunking this one down. Look at this guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> way yeah. better. Uh, yeah, I, as 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 someone who is playing, I'm I'm primarily strength focused right now. Um. The amount of caster stuff, and maybe it's just because of where I've been, probably is. Amount of caster stuff, uh, far, far outweighs the amount of like physical stuff that I've found. And we're talking like, mm-hmm. you know, items that reduce the FP cost, items that like give you more FP regen, items that give and you FP crit or FP on crit. And you're like, what? Like, where is but all this other shit for me? Depending <laughs> on where you go. Yeah. It depends yep. on where you go. Cause yeah. I went. Probably where where I I wanted to go where you went. Yeah, and you probably want to go where I went because I was just like, where the fuck? Mages get boned again, and I was just complaining and bitching about it. Oh, I saw those tweets, and I was like, found an area. I I went to a completely different area, just started roaming around. I went, oh, this is where I should have gone. Okay, okay, that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Kyle, what type of character are you playing? Uh, Samurai currently. Okay, samurai class. How's that working out? Started off with pretty good. It's good so far. I, I mean, I think the the systems in this game, like, back up a, a quick step. For me, I was, like, not a big Soulsborne fan. I played a bunch of Bloodborne to try to get in, 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 in that space, a couple of the older Souls games, but also felt like it was, like, one of those weird moments where you're like, all right, am I... Am I losing my ability to be good at games because I got old? Right. Is it like, do I feel like my eye-hand coordination isn't good? Is it that kind of stuff? And you're just like, no, the systems in here are just hard and, 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 and unforgiving. This game, and you nailed it on the conversation about approachability, is the most approachable game I've seen within this lineage of games because of all the small systems that they put in there that make players uh have the ability to stay in fights longer and stay in areas longer like even just the small thing of like being able to kill a certain amount of enemies in an area and that refilling your flask right is brilliant is like such a huge thing because you then start to play in a different way where you start to you know everybody kind of farms for xp in in that game and you you farm for rooms runes a lot but like you're farming for health too now, which is really, really smart. It like gives you so many ways to kind of think about that stuff. So, you know, um, 
Playing the Samurai has been, has been pretty sweet. Now I'm starting to kind of mix and match a little bit of magic stuff in there now that's that's being kind of helpful for certain fights. But, man, this game is good. This is one of the best games I've ever played in my life. And it's weird because that conversation about, like, seeing all the folks rate this game so highly you know a lot of a lot of folks in the press and 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 we don't we we kind of do a little too school too cool for schoolness in our in our own circles where we're like well we can't sure. give that thing a 10. you can't give that thing a really high mark because if you do that then that's a weird credibility thing um and having seen so many people play it early we played it like i got my code like maybe 12 days before launch which by the way fucked up. this is like a hundred hour plus game there's kudos to the people that finished that game before review embargo came up i did that's crazy they are (laughs) i don't know how like i don't know how they finished this game in that way and but again like the thing i shared on twitter was like every review you see that went up at embargo is an unfinished review if anyone's they finished it but they didn't play it in the same way that you would want to play a game like this so you really have a you have a, 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 you know, I'm, I'll use the word tarnished version of like what the, you know, what this experience potentially could have been because of how big and broad this thing is. Yeah. Um, but man, everything about this game just is all the stuff that we remember from Skyrim when they first, when Todd Howard got on a stage many, many years ago and did the whole spiel about, you see that mountain over there that you can go walk to, you can go walk to, you can actually go walk to that thing. Like, this is the full culmination of all of that, yeah. right? It was like, go see a thing and go fight that thing well, in a real way. And the other thing that is remarkable to me, um, and this this is stuff, this is part of the discoverability, but it, it, it's important to what you just said. The game teases what exists by just showing you an inkling of something completely random, and then they take yep. it away from you. And so you walk over to something, something happens, you find yourself in a strange land and you're in awe of whatever is happening around you, but you can't access any of it except for a very small piece of that pie. (laughs) And it's like, those moments have been the best in the game for me where I'll just be walking around, something happens. I find myself in an awe-inspiring area. And after I like pick my jaw up the ground, I'll go die to this thing near me kill it eventually and then it's like okay you're done here maybe you'll be back i don't know we'll see and like that is so fucking cool that they understand how to do that this is the scariest game i've ever played i love (laughs) horror games i love like this is one like i've this is one of the most terrifying and this is going back to your, your 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 thought about like open world and horizon versus open world here and how this game has like kind of changed the way you think about that like all the other souls games are very kind of compartmentalized right there you're you're in a dungeon you're in a space you're moving throughout those things but like knowing especially when you start and it starts to open up the first time and you just see things walking around oh yeah and you're like oh shit that thing is gonna beat my ass when i gotta walk over that way (laughs) oh and i can't even go that way because that other thing is over there too like i've not been terrified of moving yeah just because you have to go somewhere Dude, to like I, start your journey than this game. This I, game's dope. I found a, um, went into an area last night, got into the area, mm-hmm. turned the corner, saw something and realized I had a new phobia of something that I didn't realize I had a phobia <laughs> of. 
just never going to do this area like i'm just not uh-huh. going to be able to progress through this that's it's unfortunate guys uh there's a wall and i just can't step forward and so i just fucking left and i don't know if i'm going to go back to that area uh, um, and it's not spiders uh chad it, it has nothing to do with spiders oh. whatsoever uh but i it's but that's the it's but that's the weird thing jp dude. like i don't want to i'm it's thinking like, about it right now and i'm actually getting like nervous like i'm having anxiety about this box yeah, i know what yeah i know i have to go to it it's completely optional from what i understand <laughs> but i'm still just like god damn it man like fuck really quickly on that note this do you remember in ghostbusters when they went to the top of the building and they were like yeah what think of the thing that is the most scariest thing in your mind and that was the thing that killed them yeah it was like stay post marshmallow man that like this is what this game is oh it's yeah. like everything that you can think of that is you know benign and potentially mundane and doesn't really you will see some weird version of it that you're like nah fuck that i'm not touching that yeah i'm getting mm-hmm. away from all of that stuff get away from me with all of those things. and it does it all the time yeah which is yeah. so good. The, it, so, so good. It's it's remarkable um, environmental design and just like art direction um, to see the abominations that they have made. Uh, and I've only seen <laughs> a, what feels like a very small percentage of it, uh, which is even wilder to say. Uh, Dan, for you, what, what type of class are you playing and how's it going? I started as the Confessor, which is a mix of melee and faith uh, spells. Okay. Is that the and- one the... With a neck, yeah, you, you start. You start with like a, a cape, you're like a cloaked cape. Um, it, you 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 start with like a sword, and you have like this cool black cape on. Um, oh, okay. It's not the yeah. guy with Another the thing around the, the neck. Around the neck. No, I think that's a different. Okay. Class. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, they, like it's so like in the previous games, miracles. But this is what the equivalent of incantations or miracles from you know Dark Souls. There we know they were cool. They were mostly kind of boring. Like, you know, maybe the lightning bolts was kind of cool in the previous games. But in this game, holy crap, there are some really cool faith abilities that I like, know. You discover I and find come so across. Many of them. Like <laughs> woo, yeah. they like really spice up the the uh that type of play style, which was always kind of a little bit boring, mostly heals, mostly defensive stuff. But now they got some really cool things that like you just randomly come across them. You're like, holy crap, there's a whole nother section of things to uncover with all the miracles that are out there. Yeah. The incantations. They, uh, I don't, if you consider uh, spells in terms of uh, the type of spells that exist to be a spoiler, stop listening. They put in strength spells in this game, like an entire line Mm -hmm. of strength based Mm -hmm. spells. And as someone that primarily goes strength, focused it's fucking great i just love that i can like use a heal or you know uh have some sort of like buff to myself because i'm strength focused uh and and let alone the idea of finding that was remarkable looking on the map where i when that happened was remark like the the entire experience of this situation of finding the strength based spells was incredible uh which is probably also why it's it's such a high point for me um but it, it definitely calmed my concerns of like, all I'm finding is fucking made shit. Just nonstop. <laughs> like, I don't understand. Damn, I don't understand these people on Twitter named Ezekiel the Third complaining mm-hmm. they don't find made shit. Because that's all I fucking found. <laughs> that's, but that's what I learned. That's, that in that process, in talking and in, in playing and in all this, that what I learned is 
if you're not if you're not seeing what you want to see or you're you're coming up against a wall that you that like a skill wall or a, a level wall or whatever just go somewhere else yeah, yeah. and that's yeah. like I, I, dark souls didn't like the souls games didn't teach you that it's yes. like you could go one like one of a couple of ways but you still have to go like to the same end like end place so there's you have to do these things in an order yeah whereas this it like it it took me a, a, like a while to just to figure that out like i don't like this place i'm going somewhere else and then you go somewhere else and you're like this is where all my shit is yeah well <laughs> and and the remarkable thing is it, it's not just like I, you mentioned old dark souls uh it when you say you want to go somewhere else it's not like instead of taking a left i'm going to take a right it's like i'm going to go mm. to a completely different continent basically and see what's there uh and and i think mm-hmm. that's like people talk about the game and i've i've watched a handful of streams and and watched a bunch of people that are brand new to the the dark souls experience as it were um and you know they're in the first area and like they find the dragon right you know you, you find the dragon that was in the closed beta test or you'll find um uh, some stuff on a beach like an abomination on the beach that's really cool and i'm sitting there like guys this is like the most basic shit in this game this is like mm-hmm. you're like level zero yeah. i've seen level mm-hmm. two and it's fucking crazy <laughs> like, yeah. I, can't, I can't even comprehend how insane this shit is some people spend so much time just focused on the horse friend that's right outside the tutorial. Right. And right, they like right. they get so incredibly enraged because they can't defeat it. Like it's like there's so much out there. Just go and level up and come back. I saw yeah. Like, I saw a Twitter thread where people were talking about that thing and it I had to restrain myself from not just breaking those I, I wanted to be Aloy mm-hmm. for a split second. Mm-hmm. And be like, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That mm-hmm. horse thing is shit. Don't worry about that thing because where I'm at, it's that's not a thing. Like I, I'm trying so hard not to spoil it. Uh, if you've been where, so hard the area where I've been in the far north, uh, because like that horse oh, shit is nothing, yeah. right? Like it, it, and and people are so fixated. And I really wonder in terms of like the the. I don't, I guess general population, the people that don't stream games for a living. I wonder if they will sure. even ever see this shit that I'm talking about. Cause I've put 30 hours into the game so far and I'm maybe, uh, I've killed one major boss uh, for people that have played the game that understand what that means. Um, I feel like I haven't seen anything in the game ultimately, probably 20, 30% of the way through. Um, and I, I really wonder like how many of these people are going to see the shit that I've seen. Cause it takes so much mm, time to not. get there. You have to really put well, in probably the hours not. and they probably won't. You're probably I mean, right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I think it was one of those things that I was kind of frustrated with you seeing some of the commentary where I saw folks be like, I went into this room, got beat up four times and then deleted the game. And I was like, man, like you're just like missing so much goodness in there. Like, yes, it is a hard game. Like, yes. It's a game that has some unforgiving bits, but like that one dude on the horse, I literally, again, I've been playing for probably around 30 hours. I just finally beat him last night. Yeah. Like went back over there and was like, oh, I think I'm leveled up enough to beat his ass. Like, let me go to, and he still mopped me up two times before (laughs) I was able to beat him. Yeah. Yeah. And it was great because it has that moment where you're just like, all right, if I just give it a little bit more patience with not only the systems and myself, 
and give because I my thing with Bloodborne all the time when people were like Bloodborne is really hard and I hate it. My thing was like, you know, these kinds of games are always teaching you something. They're always telling you exactly how you should play it if you listen to what it's telling you to do. Yeah. This game feels different in the fact that you are more open to do so many different versions of taking on a fight with summons and spells, incantations, and weapons that it just feels like you have way more opportunities to be, you know, a, a formidable fighter and in, in, in certain different layers than you were ever be able to do in some of the previous games. I don't feel pigeonholed at all yeah. by the, the, the skills or the class that I've built in, in this game. I would agree. In this game, like it, you discover stuff and you're like, my God, my next character, I got to use this, this spell or this weapon. I'm going to make a new character That's happened just four for times. this. I've, and uh, I watch mm-hmm. people play and I'm like, well, I want to make a Dex I That guy, what mm-hmm. the fuck? That's so broken. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. yep. It's happening nonstop. So, so many, like, you, you, you see this, like, you pick up this really cool thing that is not for your class, and you're just like, <sighs> mm-hmm. well, I guess I'll just put it in storage, I suppose. Yeah. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll use it someday. <laughs> yeah. Must be nice. That's, yeah, that's, exactly. that's all my mage gear, dude. Um, <laughs> I, I, I had finally, this- finally last night found like a top, like what I what I think is a top tier, uh, piece of mage equipment, and it. Let like, me. Okay. It's something like, and you said on Twitter about like <laughs> I just gotta go level up my strength. Yeah. Here, here's right. the thing. I'm like, now nah, I just gotta go level up my int what? so I can use my new fucking thing, dude. What? Uh, mm-hmm. I, I so I had this revelation last night. I had a lot of revelations playing this game because it, it's so massive, but. I had this revelation last night when I was just walking around and I was thinking about the game after I turned the stream off, which it really sucks. Uh, as a streamer, when you play this game for 10 hours, you're like, guys, I need to go like do basic human functions. Okay. And then you go do the basic human functions. You eat, you pay attention to your dog, whatever. 30 minutes later, you're like, well, I could just start the stream again. Like I'm going to be up. Like I might as well just play. So that's been me this entire week is like, fuck, I shouldn't have ended the stream. Uh, and so that's happened a lot, but the revelation was, this is like the truest form of a D and D game that I've ever played without saying it's a D and D game, because mm. Zeke, I promise you, whatever you found again, it's the most basic mm. shit. It's like finding mm. a broadsword when there's mm. like the Holy sword of God himself somewhere out in the lands, mm-hmm. but a broadsword's really strong in the beginning of the game. And in general, it's a game. But they start adding, like, the D&D equivalent of magical items later in the game. And I wouldn't even say I'm mm-hmm. late in the game. I've just been in some of these zones, which I consider to be late in the game, and found this shit. And I'm like, well, this is game-breaking. Like, it's so <laughs> much better than everything else that I've seen thus far. And I don't understand how they, like, have made a game that all-encompassing and that big. And it's it's, like, one of the... I've thought a lot about how big the game is and finally been able to put my head around it. And it's, I don't, I don't get how they developed that game and the amount of time they did. It's got like 82 bosses in it. That's crazy. That's fucking crazy. Man. I just like the thing that I, that I, I, I'm starting to recognize and feel like deep down in my soul. We're talking about Vegas earlier. I'm a gambler. I love gambling. Um, 
and I don't get I don't get the opportunity to do it much anymore. But uh, when you find an area and you're like, I'm gonna I know there's fucking there's something at the end of this rainbow here. I'm gonna go mm-hmm. through this. And you're just like, you know, dipping, ducking, dodging, killing, diving, like all this shit, and you're just trying to like over it and over and over again. And you get to the end, and you're like, come on, mage gear, come on, mage gear, come on, mage gear, dex build, fuck. But <laughs> you th- like I, I, you would think you'd feel like that, but I don't because I'm like, there's whatever another. it is is not going to feel as good as getting here did. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, this is a rare game that feels like Dark Souls. I mean, is Dark Souls in all the ways that we know it, but also feels like it has that pull of a Borderlands game where you're With like, ooh, I, yeah, mm-hmm. like, ooh, like, I know if I go somewhere and and just mess around with stuff or you know like oh let me hit one of those little rolling ball you know things that 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 will give you a, an art or you know oh like you said like let me randomly find this wild dungeon that was in the back of some other building and that i needed a key for and you yes. just wind up rolling it and you're just like what like i there is the and, and then it's like the fact that it's broad is is nuts but like it feels like the river of slime where it's like everything is on top of this building that is like 70 feet tall right it's like huge building that has like multiple layers and stuff and you're just like how did they figure this out? and it's all interconnected which that's is the, the wildest part, thing man. yeah like yeah. to think about touches. the idea that, that's a great point that i haven't even considered that the world is all one giant level essentially yeah. and it's all connected mm-hmm. uh and and to to know how big that world is now with all the maps that I've just ran around and discovered like that's absolutely fucking wild that's crazy to me that they they have pulled that off that it's all connected um that that was another thing that I did yesterday on stream was I found out uh slight spoilers around the map if you've been in an area but you haven't found the map to show what that area is if you pull up your map there's an icon that shows you where the map is. And so I just went around and collected all the maps yesterday. And it started, uh, the way that the map grows in this game is uh, fantastic because it starts out and the area is like that big. Then you get like a side chunk and then goes like that. And now it's at the point where I'm having to scroll the fuck around on a giant map uh, <laughs> with like, I don't know, nine zones in it or some shit. And I still haven't found them all. I know they don't exist. Uh, I don't know if anybody else out there was like me regarding the map. Didn't know there was an another zoom out. So I'm there's sitting there two like, zoom like, out. Oh no, like yes. sitting there just like taking the thing all the way. I'm like, fuck, do I gotta do this every time if I want to go to that place? And then fuck, I gotta do it again. And then I accidentally hit it. Went, God damn it! Here's a crazy thing. There's also a second map. <laughs> like. An entire thing is just like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. There's there's second map, great, cool. That's just more crazy shit to explore. What about second map? Yeah, and, and that map's <laughs> just as big as the other one in a lot of ways. And, and that's where the game starts <sighs> to break your mind as you start to like see more of that stuff. And it's oh just God. like it keeps rolling and rolling and rolling and getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, I, I love great. the way they changed a lot of things to have 
they can keep uncapping the top level by the smithing stones are labeled like one, two, yes. three, instead of just like a mm. specific name. So that way, they, if they want to add an expansion pack, add more levels, add a new continent with the higher level cap, they can just keep expanding on top of it. So you, your character can keep growing without feeling like it's overpowered at any point. Like Dark Souls, like you'd always get to the point where you're like a god. Yeah. You have to like die and reset. But like, I, no matter how powerful I get, I still feel like everything's a challenge that I'm coming across. Well, that I never feel that god complex that's the fun part about the game i think as well as is you know i'm i'm cruising around with 30 hours on a character if i'm in the starting area and i'm on a horse and a motherfucker has a torch at the end of his spear that guy can kill me very quickly if i run towards him on a horse Mm -hmm. i'm still gonna die to like some random scrub in the middle of a field uh while being this godlike entity almost in this world and and i absolutely love that feeling of of death existing everywhere you're not just like walking back through an area and like one-shotting random creeps like you still can die um at a random and at a random like low level just because i wasn't paying attention and got you know uh overrun and that motherfucker backstabbed me with the whole animation and everything too and i was like what yeah, like I hadn't seen that before. I was like, "Are you serious?" Oh, dude! And I felt so, I felt like such a scrub because I was like, "How dare you do that to me, man?" This is my story. I'm supposed to be the winner. <laughs> you can't do cool animations, <laughs> asshole. That's my thing. I walked right? in. What the fuck? I walked into a room last night. Nothing's in front of me. All of a sudden, I get backstabbed. Hmm. There's fucking invisible motherfuckers. It's <laughs> just like exists. Oh, <laughs> like, oh no! <laughs> oh, fuck that! And and it's like a mechanic oh. in the game. I'm like, how oh, you're supposed to see them, but like shit like that exists, and and that's terrifying. They, as they really, really take advantage of the trope and kernel of truth to the fact that gamers don't look up. Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Really fuck you with that shit. Yeah. You, they it's, teach it's you so, like oh you gonna learn today yeah <laughs> it's so easy to miss things too like there was a ruin i thought i looked in every corner i was like there's no secret passer i'm i there's nothing here then i went up uh, later on i was up on a cliff and i looked down and i was like there's a door in there that you have to jump on pillars to get inside of it to see what's it i was like I wonder how many of these areas there's like stuff hidden because the new jump mechanic you can just jump up on stuff that they've hidden in mm-hmm. places that people just haven't found yet. The, yeah, they, they are incredibly uh, honed and, and smart at the craft of level design. Uh, for one, everyone walks around that's a veteran of the Soul Series hitting every fucking wall. Oh my god, I've hit <laughs> thousands of walls. Haven't found a damn door yet. I am Here, here's losing the my fucked up part, man. <laughs> I felt like they purposefully left that out for the first 25 hours of the game. Yep. Because now they're everywhere. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> I, played for, I played for three hours with, uh, with the online function uh, uh, enabled. Yeah. And I showed them. Yeah, de- they, well, they troll the fuck out of you, but they help That's a what lot. I'm saying. Mm. Fuck all y'all. They help. I, I love them because they're all funny. Like anytime a character's dead or something, it's like uh, try try finger butt hold. It, like that makes me laugh every time that happens. Mm-hmm. Or any of that, uh, go to my Twitter. I have a tweet out 
Send me your send me your funny message memes. I want to see them all. I love them. <laughs> there, there's ones where anytime you enter a castle, it's like Fortnite, which I think is fucking just stupid. Uh, yeah. Every wall is like a <laughs> uh, illusionary wall type deal that happens nonstop. And then the fucked up thing is they don't even mark the real illusionary walls. There's no fuck, right. like they didn't put the things, the signs in front of the actual illusionary walls. Uh, now hold on a second. Now I'm I'm I'm. It's crazy. I'm thinking you're trolling me <laughs> right now. Like, I'm not like trolling a, you. There's actual walls no. out there. <laughs> no, there is actually walls out there. God damn you. There, there is an entire dungeon that you walk in and it's just a room. I'm. And you have to figure out, see. oh, okay, well, what the fuck is this? How long did it take to 100% Elden Ring? Oh, about 130 hours. 20 of which were just banging on walls. I'm walking around every fucking and, wall and hitting every wall. I'm and doing now anything. that one dungeon, I'll probably never see that shit because the room is so big. The game yeah. is so big. I want to find it now. Like that yeah. thing, I'm like, I want to know where it is. But, oh. There's a clip of me yesterday uh, because <sighs> I never had found a wall. I hit a wall and I looked down because my dog's barking. I'm trying to figure out what that is. And my character turned around by default. And I'm just, and then all of a sudden I get backstabbed. And I'm like, Chet, what the, where the fuck did that guy come? I was in a room alone. They're like, dude, you hid an illusionary wall behind you. <laughs> there was actually a wall. I wasn't even paying attention to the goddamn stream or the game when it happened. Um, and they even do shit like there's illusionary walls that are on the ground. So you have to down attack. Or there's stuff up above oh, you where you have to up attack. Uh, and so they've gone that level of stuff, which is wild. Um, so, yeah, it th they've... It's insane how big this game is uh, and all that stuff. Because, you know, uh, one, of, one of you guys was mentioning, like, it's a random door on the side of a cliff face that has no lights in front of it. And unless you're right up next to that cliff face, you'll never see that door <laughs> at all. Uh, and that's, like, how the game exists. And so it, it expects you to wander around like that, uh, which is remarkable. Mm. But that's the case. What did you find? I just got one. Uh it's a great one yeah try fingers but be wary of dung oh yeah fingers but whole there's a lot of yes that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm, I'm pouring a beer out for every guides writer who's making a guide for this game my god oh i don't yeah i don't even oh. understand how you could you could do that to be honest uh, oh. the, the game is it, it's so much bigger than i thought it was going to be uh and even now, like even uncovering the stuff that I have, I've only seen those zones, right? I haven't been in those zones mm. for more than 20 minutes because I was just walking around and covering the map. So I don't even know. I know the, 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 like the lay of the land. I know what it looks like, but I don't know how many dungeons there are behind a wall or how many, I know how many castles are there. And I know how long that first castle was. And that was the size of the entire fucking game. <laughs> yeah, game. that was Demon Souls. It was like yeah. the whole game is in there. Demon Souls exists in the first castle. It totally does. <laughs> and so you get out of there and you're like, man, this is crazy. Uh, and, and you revisit that place because there are things you can do in it after the fact and places you can go after the fact that even open it up to be even bigger. And that's crazy to me. Um, and, and the other... Zeke, you were talking about how you're waiting to play the game. Um, the The way that I know this game is big is that I can stream it and be where I'm at 
and I can ask a question in a chat and no one knows the fucking answer. And it's like mm-hmm. day four, right? Like mm-hmm. no one knows how to do X thing that I'm trying to accomplish or if it's possible. And that just speaks to, like if, if a Twitch chat can't figure it out that fast, that game's big. That's a massive thing. Uh, and I've been enjoying that for sure. I will say though, on the first day, I was definitely getting backseated and the game wasn't even out yet. That was pretty remarkable. That was like a, a quintessential yep. Dark Souls experience uh, that I just had to laugh mm-hmm. at. It didn't even <laughs> upset me. It's like, it, it doesn't come out for like another six hours. You motherfuckers already told me to go do X, Y, and Z. Sir, you've never played the game. What yeah. are you talking about? It's like, you're not. Oh my God. <laughs> it's, yeah. I guess I, I had to do with I had to deal with that when we put out reviews. Oh yeah. And I had so many people in my mentions being like, well, that's not the way that thing works. I was like, you don't even know. Yeah. There's no way you could know. I couldn't imagine at doing all. That. You guys are, are braver than I am with the review stuff. That it's gotta be a nightmare for sure. It's a blessing and a curse. Yeah. Blessing and a curse. Yeah, I get that. Um, what else is there that, that I can uh say without um, spoiling? The, I yeah, uh, I just wanted to mention this real quick. Um, and I've seen this a couple times from a couple different couple different places but um when you talk about like you don't like you don't want to get spoiled you don't want spoilers you don't want you know that kind of stuff and it's been said a couple times like how do you how do you spoil a a FromSoft game like this and i just want to address that real quick because it pisses me off because it's not the story that i'm as much worried about as the joy of discovery has nothing to do with spoiling the story. It has everything to do with, with spoiling the fact that when I find something that I, you know, like I, I turn a corner and I spy something and I go and I find it on my own. Oh man, that feeling is just a feeling of wonder. It's yeah. so rare these days that you get that feeling of wonder and that feeling of discovery uh, and the joy that comes with it and stuff. And that's, that's all, what you can spoil. That's all this game is in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. It is uh, exploration into the unknown and being rewarded for it 99% of the time. Um, sometimes the game just says, fuck you. I'm, we're here to troll you as well. Like they, they are fully aware of what they're doing. Uh, but a lot of times it's like a fake out. It's like a fake troll, right? Where it's like, oh, okay, you got to this place and there's nothing here. Unless, and then, you know, that happens a lot. Um, it. And my God, the mounted combat and horse exploration is super fun. It's like, great. Just, I thought it would like oh, make yeah. the game easy or too too like like casual, but no. Like even on mounted combat, you can still get your ass handed to you. It is some you can even fight some open world things on the mountain. It can change the battle entirely. But they have moves that counter the horse yep. on purpose. Yeah, they, and they straight up have encounters that are for horses, right? Like they're they're mm-hmm. for that style of combat. Um, which has been a lot of fun to learn because I, I I don't know is is I'm using strength stuff like Zeke is a caster. Can you cast magic on a horse? Yes, you can. Okay, it's but it's tricky. Yeah, I started to say that's gotta so, be that's a much gotta, bigger area. Uh, certain, certain spells like will like home in and stuff, but if you're not facing the right way, if you're not facing the enemy, it'll it'll fucking shoot way off wide right wide left. Like I found that out in a hurry. Like I'm like I'm running away and I'm like, pew, pew, like you, you can't like Harry Potter. Like, like, turn around and then I'm like, oh, okay, so it, that does matter. Oh okay. shit, okay. Gotcha. And then uh, oh, the, yeah. has anyone done uh, like bow combat? 
Khalif, I think the samurai starts with the bow, right? Like, how's that? How's that going? Yeah, bow stuff feels good. I mean, I like the fact that they've done just the really, and I don't know if this was in previous games, but like because you can carry multiple uh, arrows at the same time. Yeah, you know, hitting your your bumper and and uh, different stuff there. But like even the um, I forget what you call them, but I think they're called arts, basically that are the weapon art stuff attached yeah. to weapon art stuff. The weapon art stuff for the bow actually was really, really dope to be able to snag something for that the other day. And that changed the way I played with bow combat because it made huh. the made my bow hit super hard. Okay. Uh and I was like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Like the and you didn't I didn't recognize it because I it was like the animation just felt um not exaggerated enough to feel like i was doing something different until i paid attention and it's like really pulling back super hard like you hunch back and then you <laughs> then you pull the bow back and you're just like yo i'm about to beat this dragon's ass <laughs> and it feels great it's okay. so good like those small things just feel arts like that for a bow i've just been using a stuff bow for like your shield guys. yeah i've got the shield yeah, this stuff, stuff for your shield and stuff and i was like what like what oh my god yeah it's it's so good so weapon so arts thus far have been very underwhelming for for a mage. Like you as know, you might, have, I haven't seen. Like, I've gotten a couple that are wonder, like, yeah, you know, like like you've seen them in previous games. It gives you that like the like sword. a sword that you yeah, can, like I've seen that chop or whatever. And it's like it's so slow. It's just not. It's not even viable when you have like you know you can cast spells pretty fast and they do more damage. Yeah, I've seen mm. a couple of different ones, but uh, a lot of that stuff I don't know how it is because I don't have the stats, so I can't use it. Right, so I don't know if it's any good. Um, yeah when it comes to that uh what one of the systems mm -hmm. we haven't discussed and i'm I'm curious uh with two of you being vets and, and someone relatively i wouldn't say new but uh you know hasn't played every game to completion like the rest of us have i guess that's how yeah. I'll, I'll phrase it um how do you guys feel about the the new form of spirit summoning not the npc summoning but the spirit summoning are you guys utilizing it all Time. I haven't really been oh, using yeah, it too much other than like testing out what they look like once in a while, but yeah, I, they, I, 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 I want to make a character to try it out. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Someone brought that up in chat earlier and I said, I, 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 they're useful in boss fights sometimes as like a distraction, especially for someone who's doing mm -hmm. ranged combat. Like they'll do the melee and I'll like sit back and, you know, do the range and stuff. But like in the overworld, it, it, especially if you're on your horse, it seems like, I haven't, I haven't cast them enough, but you can't, the area... You can't use them unless they, the game allows you, yeah. Right. The area in which they are usable seems, like, overly restrictive to me on the overworld. Yeah. Know? Khalif, are you using them at all? I, just just for point, I, I use them every boss fight. I think they're incredibly strong. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I use them every boss fight. Um, I'm using them on hard, mini, like, you know, not enclosed area fights when you when you can use them for some stuff. Um, I do have a favorite where it um, they will die. The the things will die and they will regenerate. Oh, shit, uh, which that's... is actually really dope. Yeah, uh, because you because you wind up playing in a really interesting way where like you talked about the kind of um, distraction part, right? Where so like because all of them have health bars, you're like watching them to make sure like okay, if they die here, I can get a couple of hits in distract the boss of the monster that's that would kill them off give them time to regenerate with full health they come back and then i still have that thing to there to fight with me yeah it's 
again, it's like that conversation around the the approachability uh, layer of this game and having that in it. It's a thing that at this point, like if I'm telling someone who's starting this game for the first time, like, yeah, use that shit all the time yeah. as much as you possibly can, because it is super helpful to get you out of out of stuff. And because of that whole thing where you get your flasks back, that's an easy way to have that go run out, kill stuff, get your flask charges back up, and then you can, you know, go back into the fight and not have to worry about going back to a fire. Yeah. Yeah. I've uh I've been using the jellyfish uh self servingly because uh its name is Aurelia, which is hilarious because my <laughs> wife's name is uh, Aurelian on the internet. And so I have Aurelia the jellyfish, and my character's oh, name so is modeled after my dog, Ollie. Uh, which is hilarious as well. And so Ollie and oh. Aurelia are how we te- take down the bosses. And it's great. Um, Love it. There's slightly spoilery for game systems. There's a system to level up the spirits. And not a lot of people know that because you have to go through uh, a process to get to that system. And so I've leveled up my jellyfish uh, to like plus six or plus seven. And she is just a monster she she tanked really? uh godric for almost the entire fight like she, she just has an wow. insane amount of hp uh That's dope. which is fantastic and she also can apply a dot which is even more crazy um there are a handful of huh. like legendary pets that i have but i don't know what they do i don't know if they're any stronger or like they they cost so much fucking fp they're they're like 120 fp to summon once uh so i don't have the fp to summon them and so i don't i I guess for like a mage character that's what you would want to do is go for something like that even though that's your entire mana bar um but yeah i don't don't know how much stronger those are i I would imagine if they're any stronger than the fucking jellyfish they have to be insane (laughs) because like she's she's the reason that i'm crushing uh bosses right now because she'll pull them with her dot and then i just run behind the boss and backstab it uh which is mm-hmm. you know I, I think in terms of difficulty it definitely is lowering the difficulty of a handful of fights um i've one shot most of the bosses that i fought uh apart from like one or two that i've struggled with because of the jellyfish stuff and so i think there's going to be probably the conversation or the purists that are like oh well i'd beat dark souls without any summons uh npcs or oh yeah you know spirits but like I'm I'm past that conversation now. I, I'm, ha- I'm having fun. So I've never understood why so many people care about how other people they don't know play the game. And yeah, it's it. like, like gatekeeping what or is, something. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Like, what is the? What, yeah. what do you care? Yeah. Like, if someone, you know, it, if someone wants to make it a little bit easier harder for at night. In the uh, game? There are things that happen at night that will not happen during the day. I'll say that. Uh, yeah. Okay. Like full on boss spawns in the open world uh will only occur at night well the freaks come out at night or so i've heard yeah uh there there are uh there's one boss in particular that i've probably including the closed network test spent 40 hours in an area at this point never seen him walking around figured something out in the game in terms of a system uh and i was like working towards that area and I walked onto a random thing and the boss music kicked in out of nowhere. And I was like, oh, there's no, <laughs> there's no boss here. And then a fucking thing drops down from the sky. and just fight starts. Cause nighttime, I'm like, 
dude, people aren't going to oh even God. ever see this guy. Like it, the game's so big that they'll never be in this exact spot at nighttime unless they just were like I was completely randomly. Um, and, and I love that direction from a developer that they're like willing to put that in there and a thing that like very few people will probably ever see because the game's so fucking big, but the fact that it, it exists and that sense of discovery is like so strong and so high that it's, it's remarkable. Um, and, and that's happening in so many different ways. I, I was talking with, um, uh, uh, well, I'll, I'll leave their name out. I was talking with a, someone who had the game early and, um, they were likening it to the original Zelda for the NES back in the old, old days mm. in terms of like how mm. the game introduces its systems. Uh, like, Oh, you need a torch to go into a cave or that cave is going to be completely dark. Right. Like in the very early game. And that type of stuff is, is so true. And I, I haven't experienced anything like that in games because the open world recipe is you get a checklist, you do something for the first time. And they say, Oh, there's six more of these. Go do six more of those. You can see them on your map when you discover them. This game's like, fuck yourself, get a journal, <laughs> like make, make notes <laughs> yourself. If you want to remember mm -hmm. where something is good luck. Yep. Right. So like yeah. I, have, I have a notepad file on my other PC that's just filled with things of, of like, Hey, you can't, I couldn't do this or I need X for this or this merchant sells this go back when you have souls, like all that type of shit. Um, it reminds me of the original uh, Morrowind where I had to like keep a journal of what I needed to do because the game didn't keep track of any of that. Yes. They expected you to just do it yourself, discover things and figure things out on your own. We don't care. Yeah. Do it or don't. We don't it's, care. Just... It's really like a, a perfect from software answer to the open world experience, which is just like, go fuck yourself. Get good. Go find a pen. Yeah. They don't give a shit. They don't, they're not like here to hand. They're not here to hold your hand getting through the game. They just want you to uh, experience everything, you know, in, a, in a, a true way, I guess, in, in their way, what they, they deem to be true, uh, which is very rare, rare to see uh, in, in today's open world day and age. And that's why, you know, I was yeah. talking about comparing it to Horizon. I think Horizon now, from looking back, is a worse game because I've mm -hmm. played Elton Ring. And that's fucked. Yeah. Like, that's a fucked up thing to say. That a game is worse uh, because I've played another game. <laughs> and and Elden Ring's not doing anything new. It just doesn't feel nope. like I'm going through an open world checklist. Yeah. Even though they Horizon, totally are. Horizon definitely is like the epitome of the current open world formula. Like it's as good as that formula probably can ever get. Yeah. Um, Elden Ring just does it in a, a way that feels fresh because it's actually an old way of doing it, which they don't they don't tell you stuff. You figure it out on your own. Go yeah. out and just randomly explore. We're not going to tell you or guide you very much. And they totally copy-paste stuff in that in Elden Ring. There, there are things that are copy-pasted around the world. Like, it, it just, it's, with how big that game is, they totally do it. But for whatever reason, it doesn't, like, they hide it so well that it doesn't feel like that. Unless you're searching for what's copy-pasted. Um, mm. Which is crazy. It, like, it's, it's a great way for them to have handled that. It feels, uh, More like D and D than other than almost any other game that I've ever probably any other game that I've ever played. Yep. Um, like the role playing aspect of it, the the ability to go anywhere, do anything, talk, kill anybody. Like it's it's just it. 
it's so like you know up to up to up to you to yeah. go wherever you want to go and it's so expansive and it's so like every every place is just so unique and so different from every other place that like you know <laughs> it's it's that it's one of those one of those rare games where you're just like god i just want to play more i just want to i want to see it all yeah I didn't think about this until you just said that, but one of the things that I actually really appreciate and well, one, I I hope that they put a a photo mode in this game at some point because it needs it Um, is because I was playing Demon Souls the other day, like getting myself ready for for Elden. And the fact that there's like no world tendency stuff that I have to worry about. Oh, yeah, they did away with that. After yeah. the, after it, that it, it makes it makes me like when i'm dying i'm just not thinking about that part i'm like oh i let me i'm thinking more about tactics and strategy than i am about things that are going to make the world harder or less hard or you know that kind of stuff in that way unless i'm unless i'm missing something no i i don't think there's no. a, i don't think there's no. a system like that i don't know I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there might there's, be. A, there's a, a couple of things that the like analogies that run through my mind when you said when you talked about world tendency like i just recently played the remake uh this uh last year uh i played through the first one when it first came out and uh then i played this one it was gorgeous beautiful and all that stuff but like there's there's a certain amount of joy like when you can uh when there's no world tendencies to worry about you just you know walk around the you know die if you if if it happens whatever but it's kind of it's the same kind of feeling of like I just spent all my souls leveling up. Now I don't have a care in the world. <laughs> it's yeah. like, yeah. I kill me. Yep. Go ahead, yep. be my yep. guest, yep. motherfucker. Go ahead, do it. Oh, you kill me, yep. I'm going to come back. Yep. Look at that, zero souls. Or zero runes, fuck you. Yeah. Well, the, I love that PvP, like, people just can't randomly invade you. Like, you have to, like, put down a marker to let people know that you want to be invaded. So, and, is that true, though? Because th- there is a, a slight spoiler there is a way to get a PVP thing to where you can just walk into an area and put down a thing and you invade someone. And so are those mm-hmm. people that you're invading asking to be invaded? I I think so. I've, I haven't I been so. invaded even once so far. Okay. Um, and even in the open areas. Because... I will, it's very late in the game that you get what I'm talking about. Like Oh, it, maybe it, later there's it, all systems for that. But... Yeah. Yeah, it seems like you have to like mark your world as being wanted that you want to be invaded. Okay. There's like rewards if you um if the person kills you and possibly your friends, um and if they, if you kill them, there's rewards as well for that. So like it's more voluntary now instead of just going in and ganking someone at okay. random unless you mark yourself as wanting that to be happening. This might be the first game that I PVP because um there is a Dark Souls 3 Ember system, which I'm not going to talk about mm. at all what that means, but the best way to farm those is by PvPing and winning from what I've seen. Interesting. Uh, and so if you want a shit ton, shit ton of the Ember equivalent stuff, uh, it's by PvPing. So I might, you know, if I'm going to sit there and wipe on a boss a shit ton and I want to pop Embers nonstop, uh, I guess PvPing is like the best path to get that. Um, because the other way, like, the way that I found those items in the game have been in completely obscure spots, and it's like a rare chest with a rare-looking item type deal, so it makes a big deal out of the fact you're looting this. And so for them to just give that for PvP seems kind of crazy. 
Uh, I don't know if that's them trying to entice people to PvP more. Um, uh, someone in my chat said that you can get those items from co-op too if you work with players like with others, your, your oh. friends. Yeah, work with others in co-op. That's you can cool. sometimes get those as well. Okay, interesting. That that might be more fun than just straight up PvPing for me would be helping people. So like, if you help someone defeat a boss, you get. Is that what they're saying? Yeah, or just uh, like in, in general. And the way the game works now, like you can summon someone and then they will stay in your game until you defeat a boss. Then you got to resummon them. Like you can do got very long term summons now. Like if you want to play with your friends. That's awesome. That's really good. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Wow. Okay. Then I, I definitely want to explore that because the Ember right? stuff is uh, <laughs> crazy. Uh, Zeke, to go back to what you were talking about, D&D. I've seen a lot of the end game stuff I purposely spoiled just because I wanted to see like how crazy it gets. I was watching a video yesterday where someone was hitting a boss for 2000 damage a hit and it was oh. taken off that much on the HP bar of this boss. And so what? that to me signals it's straight up D and <laughs> like there, there is 20th level shit in this game. To where you're fight you're a god fighting other god type scenario, um, yeah. and that's it's wild for me to think about what character growth looks like, because I'm doing you know, four hundred a hit maybe at this point, and I'm level fifty two or fifty three. What like what the, what's gonna happen between then or between now to get to that point is kind of wild to me. I I felt like I was far in the game, and I guess I'm just not at all, to be able to see that type of damage. Um, I just feel like at some point you're going to walk into an area, you're going to see it'll be daytime, but then it'll just start to get really dark. Yeah. And then you'll just see like fingers just come down and squish you. <laughs> and you'll <be> like, <laughs> <laughs> like done. I mean, uh, dude, if in the east, which I think all of us have probably been from that starting area, I wouldn't, sure. it's fucking terrifying over there. I hate that place. Uh, you first wander into that place to see that goddamn crow. <laughs> And he just turns his head to you and he's oh. like, I'm going to go back. I'm going. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> I'm going back home. Fuck this like Mars looking place. This place sucks dick. <laughs> I hate this place. Uh, but the game like keeps pushing you over there too, which is, which is, I haven't even explored at all in that place. Um, Cause it's, it's uh, like so alien looking uh, and looks mm -hmm. so unlike the rest of the game that I just, I've, I've kind of ignored it up until this point. That might be like where I go next. I don't. I don't know. Out of curiosity, uh, and uh, I don't know how to ask this. Like, I don't. I. I don't know if this is. This is a mechanical thing, so I'm not sure if it's spoiler or not. But do we know if there's a, a soft cap, hard cap on skill level? So I don't know. I know. Okay. I asked someone um, what level they were when they finished the game, and I can tell you what level they were if you care. If, if that's what they were 150. Wow. Okay. Holy <laughs> shit. Um, and I think that was just to beat the game. That wasn't to like do everything in the game. They were 150. Sheesh. Um, so yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know if there's, yeah, <laughs> it's kind of crazy. See you in 2023 kids. <laughs> Suddenly leveling up my hit doesn't seem like, like it's that far off, you know, like <laughs> yeah. leveling up my hint to use this, weapon that's like way out of my league right now seems yeah. like doable now <laughs> yeah like I, I i have a couple of weapons that are like upper 40 or like low 40s for stat requirements to use them and i think that only gets 
uh, higher as the game goes on. Um, mm. I also don't know if you do. Uh, I don't know if you can go above plus nine on a weapon when it comes to upgrading. I would assume you could because I'm only using mm. like uh, stone four or whatever to do plus nine. Oh, someone in chat saying plus 20. Okay. That's kind of crazy. I didn't realize that it wow. was 20. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I found a thing that was plus eight. Yeah, there's a bunch um, of uh, already leveled up items in the game, like plus eight. Yeah, man, yeah. plus nine. I don't know if there's anything higher than that. Uh, my sword's plus 30. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I should have seen that probably with how we've been talking about this game. Yeah. There's probably a lot of shit I ain't seen yet, I'm guessing. Oh my god, people say weapons go to plus 25. Fuck. Okay. What? I was worried about wasting mats on plus three. Now I'm okay. I'm like, okay, that's not where oh, we started. Uh, yeah, you'll yeah, same. You'll find ways to get that stuff without having to go to a mine, if that makes sense. Um mm -hmm. that's another thing that's also really cool. As far as I know, there's no way to farm like in Demon Souls. You go farm a certain group of mobs because they would drop stones. I don't right. think that's possible in this game. I think I don't think mobs can drop stones. I think you have to get them from like a mine and it's only a one-time loot um so in the early game i went to the one of the first mines near that dragon and i tried to farm it and i couldn't uh and so i don't know if i needed to like up my luck or what uh, luckily i have a different way to get those now so i don't have to farm that but if it was just really rare because chat's saying they do drop but yeah yeah there is a item drop chance stat you can buff so there is probably right? that yeah yeah. Oh yeah, I need to do that too. Oh, see everything that we're talking about. I'm like, yeah, I need to do that too. That's that fucking <laughs> like, arcane I need stat. to go. Arcane is luck. Yeah. Yeah. That's that stat. Yeah. Which is oh, kind of misleading. Okay, All okay, of arcane. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's like the the bloodborne equivalent, right? Of like arcane has nothing to do. It. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, you don't have a story about levels of that stat or anything. Okay, hate this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other the other thing that's cool is the drop rate for mobs seems exceedingly rare um, for like certain items. And so when like those items drop again, it's a D&D &D experience of like, oh, dude, you got like a flaming sword of whatever, blah, blah, blah. Uh, it, I've seen stuff like that drop and people in chat are like, dude, I've been played 80 hours. I haven't seen that item. It's like, goddamn right. I got it now. <laughs> Good. Yeah. And it's for a mage. Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't. And you're like, I, fuck. I lucked out and got a shield off of a random guy uh, in the open yeah. world. And this shield is a fucking beast. Anyone that hits it, it seems like they like do the stagger off of it. And so I'm just oh, like, I really? wait for him to hit and they just stagger immediately. And I'm talking like giants hit it and they stagger, uh, wow. which is pretty incredible. Oh, so, good. so yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that uh, that picks up that, that continues. I should say, um, what else is there to, to discuss? I don't know. I think we should just let the, let the fight, let's just call it a show now in five minutes. Just, uh, yeah, we got, I'm not going to play minutes, Elden Ring. Yeah. I'm going to play Elden Ring. One annoying thing about the game, though, is let's the crouch it. button. The crouch oh, button the, where I you're just dismounting, oh, yeah. like yeah. crouching. You're like, oh, I've... I had a pro tip yesterday about this. So Please. the crouch button, for those that haven't played, is left push in. Okay. And so when you're fighting a boss, you're clenching the controller. You're going to fucking crouch every single time. I have just straight up stopped crouching. I, I unbound it. However, when you're mounted, it's a pain yes. in the ass because 
the best way to to unmount is to also push in the left stick. You can is there go, another way? Yes. This is the pro <gasps> tip. Press start and go over to the quick actions on the right-hand side and put it into, you hold down Y and press up, down, left, or bottom, and it'll right. use, you can put the mount summoning item there. And so, so summoning it again will unsummon it? Yes. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. I already have it on my quick keys. Yeah, yeah. So I you just press it again oh and it'll God. unsummon it. It's fucking huge. Ah! Yeah, it's in the pouch. Yeah. And so I have, I have the lantern on left D-pad, the mount on right D-pad, and then spells on, uh, or sorry, summon on, on top D-pad in the pouch. Like, that's a game changer. I got, uh, I got the, the horse, uh, the horse up and then left, left down right are my, like, spirit summon guys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. The, but I didn't know if you do the, the call again, it unsummons. Fuck, it makes sense, but I never even tried it. That's great. Yeah. I don't have to fucking worry about crouching. That's the best way to get it. Yeah, just don't, just don't bind crouch. Like, stealth is helpful, but it's, it's not. What's not helpful is crouching when you're trying to run away from a fucking boss. It's the most yeah. infuriating thing in the goddamn world when you get caught because you're like, well, let me yeah, just like right. walk you're away. Like, you can't see me. Big fucking hammer coming at you and you're like, I'm going to hide. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Won't it, see me. It, Won't it, see me. The other thing is when you're like, run away from a dragon, right? And you're on a horse and you're like sprinting. All of a sudden you're like, we, I'm no more. Oh God, I'm not mounted anymore. Then the dragon just hits you. It's the same shit. So I, I unbound that immediately. Um, yep. Yeah. So that's that. I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to, to finish the game. Uh, I'm like I said, I'm 31 hours in. This feels like a hundred plus hour game to me. I know there was, uh, there was a streamer that beat it this morning. Uh, and I think they logged like 45 in it, but they pushed main story and they also farmed like 500,000 souls or something to like push themselves above uh, the thing, which, Hey, if you want to do that, totally fine. There's not any, not anything wrong with that whatsoever. Um, yeah. And that that's brings up a good point. As far as like, if you think the game's too hard, just, you can just farm. Yeah. Yeah. Just farm, farm up, farm up levels. It's, <clears throat> it's tedious, boring, but like they give you, it's not like they give you, they don't give you a, a way to get stronger. It's, you know, not, not as fun, but like yeah. there's a, the, a way out of that. Yeah. Great, great farming yeah. spot for people that just started the game. Uh, go North up on top with all the giants. You can do a circle around those giants to get 10,000 souls uh, in like five minutes mm -hmm. and then just go respawn and run back up there and kill them. You get super over level doing that. Yeah. If you want, I found a really cool uh, farming spot last night that was unexpected and yeah, they give like a thousand each kill, and they're like, you just sneak up and backstab them. And nice. anyone wants to know, I'll tell you like in private. But okay. it's just something I random randomly came across, and it was super cool. I'm trying not like to over level. Uh, I'm I'm more exploring and getting levels from that. Um, and so my, from what I can tell by comparison of opening up another streams, uh, another stream, and being like, okay, let's see how much they've done. Oh, they don't, they don't have any of, oh, okay. They don't. And so that's why I feel like I'm just higher level than most, uh, because I'm being, I guess, thorough or running through everything with like a fine tooth comb. I don't, I don't know. So I, I haven't actually pay, been paying attention, I guess myself, but you, you get experience or runes for just exploring. Well, you get runes for killing things within the shit that you're exploring in, if that makes sense. Right. Like, you don't, but revealing parts of the map no, does not. No, get no, 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 oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. 
Okay. You can't find those lootable like runes that you can use in your inventory. That's yeah. also true. Just run around and grab, pick, pick up those. You see a glowing thing oh, on the sure, ground. Sure, run sure. over it with the horse and then loot. Yeah. No, I just thought like for some reason it just smacked or it sounded like me like discovery of different places just gives you runes, and I never saw that happening. So yeah, just wanted to make sure that wasn't the case. To speak to uh, the QA, by the way, for for Bandai Namco, then we'll do shoutouts and wrap here. Um, I've done a lot of uh, breaking with the horse because you can definitely Skyrim up fucking mountains with that thing uh, after a lot of trial and error. And they have straight up put fog walls on a shit ton of things that you're not supposed to go in from, uh, let's say, the what, what I guess would be the end of said dungeon. And so I've gotten like the item on the outside, but trying to get into the dungeon from that door, they just put a fog wall there. You just can't go in. You can kind of look past and see what's there. But they're like, nope, you got to go in through this the right way, motherfucker. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so, it's, uh, you have your little item, but go away. Yeah, yeah. I, I cannot wait to see this game in a speed run. I cannot wait to see people break this game. It'll be... It's going to be madness. It'll be madness because, so like, there's straight up, like, level warps in this game, like Mario style. And so they will 100% utilize that stuff. And I can't wait to see what they do in the beginning of the game to like rush to that, to go to another area, to get something from that area to then go back and like fight quote unquote, the main story. Uh, it'll be wild to see. I, I can't wait to see. What I didn't that know is. that you could dodge those too. I didn't know that. Wait, that you can dodge the trap, the trap chest. Yes. Ooh. Yes. I didn't know that. If you back, if you, if you back, you back roll it won't catch you it's wild i just Weird. found that the other day i was like i was like oh shit that's I, I don't want to dodge those though i like i love when they just I, whisk me away to some random part of the map. i had no idea you could dodge I, it's awesome I, I did the first time like the first time i was like oh this is really cool and then i ended up in the fucking matrix and i was like i'm scared and i don't want to be here anymore but now, <laughs> now that i know like now i'm like i'm huh. doing it on on instinct now because i'm like you're gonna throw me into something that i am totally not ready for yet but that's also like a part of the great thing about the game is like you just got to figure a way out of that thing at so some point. Careful with careful with this area because it's not an area I've seen yet or something I've seen. Yeah, yet. yeah, yeah. No, not, the, it happens a, in various ways throughout the game. Okay, so yeah, not, the, not a specific place. Yeah, but with, if if you don't, if you dodge it, can you still do it, or is it gone? Yep. Oh, okay. No, okay. if you if you reopen the chest, it'll do it again. Got it. Okay. All right. Didn't know that. Didn't know that. That's interesting. Oh, quick question. Mechanical. Yeah. Um, am I like just am I dreaming or am I deluded playing Demon Souls uh, this past year and then coming to this uh, this Elden Ring from soft game the role seems different in that the role seems like it's not on press but on release in this game but it was on press in the other games am I out of my mind because it seems that like like the role is just like a, a nanosecond slower than it than it was before i haven't experienced that chat saying it is delayed and that's accurate okay. so yeah maybe you're yeah. just more finely uh tuned into that I, I have not felt that at all but yeah no, no it's it's like i remember playing demon Souls as crisp it's like press the button you roll press the button you roll and this like i'm always i was always like when i started i was always rolling too late like always and i'm like and i looked at it and i was like you know, like it's faster than the eye can see, kind of a thing. Yeah. But it's like, no, I'm. I think it's that. 
am I out of my mind? Am I going crazy? Like it seems slower. Yeah. Uh, Chad, Chad is saying you're right. Yeah. I haven't experienced that. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, cool. So I'm not, I'm not totally bonkers. Thank you. So good. I mean, I, I've adapted my play style to it, uh, to the, the on release role rather than the on press role. Yeah. But it sucked at the beginning. Cause I'm like, I swear to God, I'm dodging this. I swear. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like, yeah, you sure you swear. You swear you're dodging. <laughs> yeah, you dodged. Yeah, Good job. That's controller. Yeah, Why won't anybody believe me? That's the life of a streamer right there. That's how that goes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, so now that I understand, Zeke, going back to your tweet about not being able to find mage gear, uh, mm-hmm. why you said you'd not be able to find mage gear. Because mm-hmm. there's definitely and- a what we were just talking about uh i know there's one for people that play mages that i've seen people talk about had that happen they went to a place and in that place they straight up got a game breaking spell like just flat out um, crushes the game pretty sure pretty sure i'm i'm near or in that location okay because of the things because of the things i'm picking up I'm like, oh shit. Oh, okay. All right. Where where are you? <laughs> if you, if you can you use an abstract term to tell me what you're in? <laughs> hey, sure. How about Magic Town? <laughs> you might be near what I'm talking about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Possibly. Possibly. Um yeah. So anyways, that's Elden Ring. I'm sure we'll be talking about it a lot more. Uh it, the game kind of demands I I think that type of conversation. Um uh, and also the 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 other insane part, which we didn't mention at all, I think that ends the craziest month in games in a very long time. February Ooh. is is coming to a close here uh, in about thirty six hours, and it's been a wild fucking month. Uh, and it's also wild to consider that it's March soon, and we've already had this many insane games this year, with like so much more to come. Right, like God of War, Ragnarok supposed to launch this year, uh, Starfield. Mm-hmm. right like that's supposed to come out <laughs> right whatever that yeah. is maybe we'll talk indies someday like you know like matt damon on jimmy kimmel it's like sorry we have to matt damon today again yeah i i had it you saw the the head script that i said i totally plan to talk about it i, I, I know dude it's fine about it's totally ring non-stop totally Game's rid- ridiculous but no yeah. i'm i'm in it. i was in that conversation the whole way so yeah. Uh, oh, by the way, just point of point of order, point of business. Okay. Uh, someone did a very thorough search. Said you asked at the start of the show, but I just had time to check. Dan has been on six weekly drop frames, nice five special episodes, and ten E3 panels. Damn. He was first on uh, DF for Bethesda's E3 show in 2015. Okay, that list did you dirty, Dan. Wow. Yep. Yeah. I get two free prizes then. Oh fuck! You do. You, that's 21 yeah. times, isn't that's it? That's 20 punches. <laughs> Shit. Tell that person that did that list to pay him. I don't have that. <laughs> you heard him the gist. <laughs> there you go. All right, let's do some shout outs and, uh, and wrap it up. Zeke, why don't you start us off? I hope all these are set you up bet. correctly. Okay, Zeke's is good. You bet. What's up, everybody? Thank you for watching. Uh, uh, thank you to uh, Cleve and Dan for being here, being wonderful guests and, and engaging and, and fun to talk to and shit. So thank you guys for coming on the show. Uh, thanks, JP, for being the co-host with me. Ezekiel the third. You can find me at or slash Ezekiel underscore III on Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, and all the things. Uh, t- tomorrow's my day off, so no stream tomorrow. But 
on Tuesday, I will be playing Elden. Never mind. No, I'm kidding. I'm not playing Elden Ring. <laughs> I'm actually going to be. Uh, I tried to play King's Field. You know, I was like, oh, King's Field. That game aged. Someone said perfectly like milk. Um, it was. It, I tried it off stream just for a second to see if it would run, and it's terrible. But I do have games that are going to be terrible, but at least playable. This is what I'm starting on Tuesday. Nice. I've got Resident Ooh. Evil 1, 2, and 3 on PC. CD-ROM. So that's what, I'll be, that's what I'll be doing on Tuesday, checking out the old REs. Um, because I played the remakes, but I never played the originals. So these will be semi-new experiences for me. So hoping to see you there on Tuesday. Uh, thanks for watching. Awesome. Dan. Talk to us. Do some shout-outs. What's going on? Oh, thanks for having me on Drop Frames again. It's always a good time. Lots of good conversations. It's a pleasure to be here. Um, I'm Dan, variety streamer on Twitch. I'm currently playing through Elden Ring like everyone else. Um, I'll be on a little bit later today, and I'll be exploring and looting. Again, uh, thanks for having me on. I love coming on Drop Frames, and uh, come back anytime you want me. Thanks there again. Fantastic. Sorry for, uh, you know. Forgetting that you're on more than three times. <laughs> it's no big deal. Uh, Mr. Khalif Adams, do some shout outs, please. Where can people check you out? Gents, thank you so much for having me. It, this was everything I thought it would be and more. Uh, and I'd love to be back. And we got to get you to come on, spawn on me and come hang out with me as well. Uh, we do our live show every Wednesday at 6 p.m. PST. Uh, Twitch.tv slash spawn on me and come and hang out with us while we have dope conversations for dope people. Uh, and that show goes out on Friday on all the podcast feeds you can go check out. Uh, yeah, I'm rocking every week. We have more cool stuff coming up. I'm going to be doing a new show in March uh, that's going to be non-gaming related. So you'll have more stuff to check out there. You go check me out on Twitter at Khalif Adams. Um, and then we are doing a very special 12-episode series with the folks over at Epic Games called Something Epic. Uh, and the first episode just dropped this uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, we were talking to the folks behind the Matrix Unreal Engine demo uh, about how all that stuff came to be and how they made it look super, super cool. So, again, thank you so much for having me uh, and, and had a blast rocking with you in chat. Awesome. Thank you both, Dan and Kyle, for coming on. And Zeke, as always, unlike our other host who decided to get paid this week. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable uh elden ring right after the show we'll probably play until the wife gets home and then try to sneak in more hours until she looks at me off stream uh <laughs> it says what the fuck uh anyways uh tomorrow we got mcu crew that's at uh 1 p.m eastern we watched five hours of iron fist uh for some reason so we'll be talking about that uh and then i'll be going into my final lost ark stream tomorrow for uh four hours after that Tuesday, maybe taking the day off, and then more Elden Ring as the week progresses. Because uh, I will probably try and whatever, whatever the, I guess not hundred percent, but at least do all that I want to do in that game, which seems like it's going to be a massive amount of time. So if you want to join us on that adventure, we'd love to have you on the stream. That is it for us on Drop Frames. Thanks for watching. We will be back next week to talk more games, probably more Elden Ring, and whatever else is out there in the world of video games and streaming. Have a good rest of your day. We're out of here. Bye-bye.